0: Are listening to the Heavy Metal Hangover, where the beer is always cold and the music is always heavy. With your hosts wearing jeans and leather, not Cracker
1: Jack clothes, Rex and Duff.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Heavy Metal Hangover. My name is Duff. My name is Rex. And today I want to announce to everyone that is listening that Rex finally got his pubes. By that I mean... He finally got a black tooth grin tattoo. We we, we can't even talk about anything else on the show before we talk about that. I'm sorry. Nothing else matters at all. Except for the fact that you became a man and got a black tooth grin tattoo. I I, I frankly don't think we need to even say anything else tonight. I think that's all that matters. Okay. (laughs) Well, I mean... (laughs) That's just true.
1: It's true. You, I I mean, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here and listen to you talk trash. By the way, first of all, this isn't my first tattoo. Like, second of all, second of all, I'm not going to sit here and listen to you talk trash. Like, oh, he's now a man. When you don't have a naked lady tattoo. Again,
0: I'm not getting, I don't like getting tattoos... In,
1: I'm not going to get it on my ass. <laughs> Why not? <Okay. laughs> I would do, dude, that way... Dude... You can say at that point, dude, I always got pictures of naked ladies.
0: <laughs> and let, Let's be entirely fair. I would get a tattoo of a naked lady on my pecker, but, like, I would ever stop at one. Like, it'd have to be at least three. Or, you know damn well, if it's only one naked lady, I'm not even walking in the room, you know? It's like, <laughs> I'll sit outside and wait till more show up. I so, got pictures
1: of naked <laughs>
0: ladies. Um, no, seriously, it's like I, I, I clearly have no problem getting things, uh, getting things tattooed on me. Just, I'm like, now... Uh, you know, I don't mind, you know, career-wise, being like, oh, I'm covered in tattoos. But was like, eh, boobs on the leg, you know, fine. Fine, I will say no to that. But I, I will probably get a pinup at some point in time, but it will probably not have, you know, the knockers hanging out. Um,
1: I sent but, you one today that's, like, perfect.
0: Oh I, oh, I know. No, actually, what's, what's funny is I the last time I was at my tattoo parlor, I told my artist, I said, the only reason I don't have a pinup like I lo- look I love American traditional tattoos. I just I love that style. I think they're they're, they're just I love the Americana. I love the look of them. I, I love the, the simple art but yet they they just last forever. I just I love that style of art. Um and classic pinups are just awesome. But I said flat out the only reason I don't have one is because they only look cool when she's naked. <laughs> Like, it's like, I don't I don't want to do this, like, half-assed, like, okay, I guess I'll have a, um, I'll have a clothed, nah, it's not gonna happen. Um, but no, all joking aside, I just, I want you to say, the reason I'm pointing out is that was a promise you made to our listeners, and I love the fact that you did it, um, and I'm, I'm just giving you crap because I want to give you crap, but honestly, awesome, awesome. I think... You know we're, <laughs> I, I we're we're at that point in our lives. This is kind of what I the the way I look at it. When you're 18 years old, getting your favorite band tattoo on you tattooed on you is why there's still dudes walking around with a Kip Winger tattoo before Beavis and Butthead destroyed them. You know what I mean? Like there are people out there with Winger tattoos because that was their favorite band when they were 18. There are people out there with tattoos of something that was popular when they were eighteen, and then they, you know, that it stopped being cool. After a little while, man, if you've liked something for, you know, a decade, I eh, get it tattooed on you. Who cares? You know, I it, it's, it's kind of. I mean, I have a Wayne's World tattoo. Is it because Wayne's World is the most important thing in the entire world to me? No, but I have great memories of watching it. It's still one of my favorite movies. I would still watch it, quite literally, any day. You know, it's like, oh, you want to watch Wayne's World? Yes, is the answer to that question. The only reason I wouldn't watch Wayne's World is because if we wanted to watch Airheads instead, and then it's basically a coin toss. It's basically a coin toss. The only reason I would go with Airheads is because Susie with two Zs has advantages in in, in certain regards. Um, <laughs> but anyway, all that aside, welcome. Uh, welcome back. Another episode um, again, absolutely no idea what we're going to talk about tonight. I, I, no clue whatsoever. I, I actually came here with nothing. Um, I don't have a thought. I don't have anything at all. And I was like, all right, what new records came out this week Pfft, is my answer to that question. <laughs> I got nothing, man. Got absolutely no- and, and I know the worst way to start a show is to be like, Hey guys, we have nothing to talk about, so you might as well turn it off now. Um, I'm not saying you should turn it off now I mean give, give it or maybe give <laughs> give it some time <laughs> gotta prime it a little bit you know get <laughs> give it a little time um, by the way if I, if I sound really weird it's because it it is it is back again when I say this all the time I record in my basement not a big deal most of the year that's pretty cool. Just sometimes it gets really really cold and right now, we're just, it's cold outside. I mean, it's winter, but I mean, it's extra cold outside, and I'm down, I am down here, and I am, how I don't, let, let's just say stack of dimes, folks. I mean, if you want a mental, <laughs> if you need a mental <laughs> stack of dimes, it's that, it's stack of dimes weather in my basement right now, and um, <laughs> well, in Vinny's case, it would be a dime, but you understand what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, welcome back. Um, I have Tony, I don't remember, do you remember last, I don't remember last week's episode at all. I, I just logged on our site, and some people were like, that was
1: a great episode. I was like, I don't
0: know what the hell I talked about.
1: No, the, the, the episode they said was a great episode was actually the filthy episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one before that? Yeah. Or what's it, th- uh, oh Yeah. Last. Which one, wait, wait, one of them wasn't, I don't remember which one. Well, yeah, you one. know. Last week
0: was. Seriously, I don't remember.
1: That's a good question. What was last week? I could be listening to it right now and still not remember I remember having done it. Let's find out. I'm going to look I'm going to look at the show notes from last week.
0: Oh, but this is why you don't drink when you do a podcast. Like this is why you don't drink while you record it. And this is why you listen to it before you publish it. Note the rules that we <laughs> that we repeatedly break every week and have for, you know, years now. I <sighs> uh, you know no one's listening anyway <laughs> have you been drinking no oh <laughs> Are you drunk?
1: oh 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 there's the one we talked about the band logos and stuff like that
0: oh 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 like the peter north logos is that what we talked about last yes, week yes yes yeah that's oh. right that's right oh, no, and you know oh. I, I did want
1: to mention something so somebody did message us and they were like you know well you know sometimes bands don't want you know you know they they, they whatever you know like Look, I, I want to make something clear, and then I'm I don't want to talk about last episode a whole bunch, but I want to make something clear. Like I'm not saying bands shouldn't. I'm not saying they're dumb for it. I'm not saying that they can't. I think we're just saying we don't understand it. Cause in my mind, if I put a lot of effort into doing something, into creating something, including, you know, spending money on recording it, spending money on having it put out, spending money on going on tour to support it. I don't know why you would make it difficult to find it. I mean that that's that's my only you know, you know if that if that's your way of remaining exclusive or, you know just you know it's one of those if you know you know type of things. Cool, but I I don't know like you know I I just don't get it. Um and and that's I just okay. just the whole point of the whole point in having a band
0: and making a logo is creating a brand, and I think the only reason to create a brand. Is to have one that people know what the hell it is, but but again, I, 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 and I don't want to rehash it either. I'm telling
1: you, I don't get it. So, also because by the way, I don't you, get you, it, you, you kind of stole my thunder there. Oh, I'm sorry. Because you take your thunder back. Yeah, because I I was uh, I was planning on doing you know drinking a black tooth grin while oh. I told about my black tooth grin tattoo, but I didn't have it mixed because I I I have a full like, you know cup of mixed drink here but i didn't have a uh, just an actual like black tooth grin poured so i just did that Um, Wait, wait what did you pour a black tooth grin thank you you'll notice it's it's not quite black but it's a little darker and that's why we call it a black tooth grin are you
0: uh, uh, okay here's what i need you to tell me right now yeah i need you to tell me that you are going to a get completely schlitzed tonight on black tooth grins probably and B, I need to tell I need you to tell me that at some point in time tonight, you're gonna buy something randomly and not remember it tomorrow. That that is what this show needs right now. Well, I,
1: I am looking at actually a, a metal zone, so just for fun. So, who knows? Like Maybe an, like it'll an happen. actual like a, like an actual metal zone pedal or one of the you know. Like I haven't decided yet. Import copies on it. Well, on it wouldn't be an import copy, but I mean, I'm, I'm looking at a couple options. I mean, I, I wouldn't use it, but I mean, I wouldn't use it much. So I don't know, but, um, I wanted to say, uh, so I, you know, I finally got my black tooth grin tattoo. It's been what, like 30 years in the making or something like that. Um, oh, easily. So like, you know, so I finally got it. It's a, it's in the exact same place. Dime had his it's on my, sh- you know, like, you know, lower shin, upper ankle, depending on whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm getting, I'm actually going back Thursday I have a tattoo in my arm I had done when I was, you know, 19 or whatever, and it's got some things in it I'm not a big fan of. It's got some mistakes in there. Not like, you know, major, but like yeah, little let, things. Let's clarify, I'm, when he
0: says not a big fan of it, it's not as if he needs to cover up something offensive. No, no, no. no I,
1: it, it, I'm, when I say I'm not a big fan of it, it's not that I don't like the tattoo. It's just I I, it, it, it's always bothered me. It's had some like things about it that I would want to fix. So the guy who did my black tooth grin tattoo is going to Thursday spend some time. And he's going to, like, make that tattoo. He's going to bring it up to par, so to speak. So uh, I got another appointment. And then I'm also talking to him about a custom piece. Um, Basically, I want to take something. You know, I I am an ice hockey goalie. Uh, Jason Voorhees has always been one of my favorite characters fictionally. So I wanted to do something where it's, like, Jason Voorhees, like, as an ice hockey goalie. So, like, you know, maybe a goalie where, like, he's like a zombie-type goalie with Jason's mask and you know, I, I don't know. I, I told the artist, I'm like, I'll give you the idea or I'll give you what I want and go nuts and do something cool. So, you know, I'm going to see what, what comes of that. I mean, I already told you, like now, now that I'm now that I find an artist, I found an artist I trust. I've seen some of his work. You know, I've seen I've seen the shop and everything else like that. You know, I also said, like, man, Countdown to Extinction is a major album for me. I should totally get like Vic Rattlehead on me, you know, like like a countdown to extinction related tattoo. And I'm thinking you know, now I'm like all the gears are turning of all the tattoos I've wanted for the past, like 20 years. But, you know, I I moved around some. I was in New York City and, you know, in New York City, there's two kinds of tattoo shops. There's tattoo shops you shouldn't get tattoos at. And there's tattoo shops that when you walk in, they're going to say, yeah, we're going to need thirty dollars for you to even look at look at the tattoo gun. Um, I, I mean, yes, I'm sure that some people out there who live in the city are like, well, no, no, I know this one place. But the trick has always been finding that one place. Right. Um, you know, luckily, like I said, I stumbled across this one here in New Jersey almost by accident. You know, I've some mutual friends. Um, uh, a, a mutual friend's wife actually tattoos at this place, and uh um, I I, I reached out and I was like, you know, I. I, you know, I, I know I trust you so like you know I, I trust that you're working at a reputable place so obviously you know they, they put me in touch with this artist so I'm excited so now now the floodgates are gonna open here um but in the meantime since now I've got you know I've, I'm, I'm now a member of the drink it or wear it club uh I'm gonna say you'll notice it's not quite black but it's a little darker and that's why we call it a black tooth grin nail it dude it ain't no candy you know, it's funny, though, you, you know, you and I, like I said, I, I was just giving you crap. <sighs> yeah, that's to talk the about, real stuff.
0: Like, the, the same thing happened to me. I mean, I, I, I had more tattoos, but moving around, it was the same thing. Like when I the last time I had a, you know, um, I, I got a bunch back home in Erie and then I moved and then I was in North Carolina for a long time. And finally, I find a really good artist. He does two tattoos on me and I move. And then it was, you know, a long story coming. And then I moved back here and. A good friend of mine from back in Erie did a couple of really fun tattoos on me, but I just about two years ago stumbled on a uh, you know a shop that in Syracuse, and I just stumbled on it. And it li- quite literally, I was parked across the street from it, and I looked up and went, "eh." <laughs> I walked in and I looked at the art on the wall and went, "you know what? It's the kind of shop." It was all, like all American traditional stuff. I was like, "well, it's the kind of shop that has they have the stuff in it that I like." I was like, clearly, if that's what their shop is covered in, that's what they do. I got one tattoo. And uh, every time I sit down to get one, I book my next one. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just what happens, man. And now, you know, see, th- this is what's funny. Like, you're in that part right now where you're like, oh, my God, I want to get these are the 10 things I want to get tattooed on me. And I'm at the point where I'm going, okay, I kind of did that. Now, these are the spots of my body that need ink on it. <laughs> Like the last tattoo I got was literally because there was a spot that didn't have a tattoo and it was bothering me cuz it was terribly not symmetrical with the other side. So I was like, "All right, I got to get something. I I, I just mean, got something there to That doesn't bother me.
1: I've I've been asymmetrical for 20 plus years now, but uh well, on my thing about it is on my arms, which I see all the time, having a a half sleeve on my
0: left arm from from my elbow down to my wrist. Um uh, and on my right arm it's just it was weird and so it's not sleeved yet, but at least I filled in a spot that was bothering me. Let's just put it that way. I do want to get an Iron Maiden tattoo. For the record, I have an ACDC tattoo, a kiss tattoo er, – er, not a kiss tattoo. I have an ACDC tattoo. I have a Dio tattoo, um, and I have a Rush tattoo. Uh, I would like to get a kiss tattoo. Probably will. Um, but Iron Maiden is really important. I just – dude, and I know there's Iron Maiden. There's eddies that I like, and there's some favorite eddies of mine. But I have tried to for the last twenty some odd years pick something. Like my problem I thought with you Eddie... always liked the somewhere in time, Eddie. I do. I do like the somewhere in time, Eddie. My problem with getting an Eddie is I probably wouldn't be happy with it unless I said I want my entire back to be <laughs> do like best of the beast or See, something. Be like best of the beast. Like do put all of the I want my whole back to be Eddies. To be honest with you, I would do that in a second. I would absolutely in a heartbeat do my entire back as a collage of Eddies, but I hate to say this. I mean this. I would get my entire back in a collage of Eddies. It would be done, and I'd find one. God damn it! Can we find a spot for this one? (laughs) I mean, just the, the art. Iron Maiden's art is awesome. Derek Riggs is awesome the way he does that art, and so that's that's half the problem. Not only is that Iron Maiden, and I want an Iron Maiden tattoo, but it's also like. With my ACDC tattoo, it's not like I – it's not so much that I really wanted that image as much as I wanted an ACDC tattoo. With Iron Maiden, it's both. You have the problem of, like, I like all this art and I want it to be iron. I mean, it's, just, it's so hard. It is so hard. Um, I, I always liked um, the cover of – what is it? A real dead one? Um, there's a real – yeah, a real dead one. I love the cover of a real dead one. But it's if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the one where, um, you know, uh, Eddie is a Eddie is a DJ with a microphone. Um, I just it, it's unfortunately, though, it's a darker image. And I'm like, ah, I, I think it, I don't think it would make as good of a tattoo as some of them would. Man, I'm just I'm, I'm telling you. Someday me not getting an Iron Maiden tattoo is simply a product of not being able to decide. That that is just it. I I and the only tattoo I'm afraid of not living up to the standard that I want it to meaning it just I I'm serious it has to be a back piece it's the only thing it has to be a back piece I I literally think Iron Maiden would have to have my whole back or I I wouldn't be happy with it I I truly and that's why it's like I have other bands tattooed on me but Iron Maiden I, I just the first band I got was I got a Rush tattoo without a man's naked ass. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I, I decided to pass on the naked ass, man. Um, but, you know, it's okay. I think I think we're all better people <laughs> knowing that I don't have a naked man ass tattooed on my chest. But I do have, I do have 2112. Um, but, no, dude, it's the worst. I'm telling you right now, the worst part about about tattoos is it is so hard to not want another one. It's like it's really easy to have lots of people have one tattoo. Lots of people have none tattoo. Once you get to two tattoo, (laughs) yeah, lots of people have none tattoo. Once you get to two, you're like, all right, like either you don't have any because you don't want one, you get one, and maybe you're like, this isn't for me, or I didn't like the experience. Once you've gotten your second one, you're like, oh, well, the hell with it now. Like, like what, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you've already. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I the not the, I don't, am I, I The only way I know how to describe it is popped your cherry. I don't, I, I don't think that's a horrible way. I don't, I don't think that's not allowed to be said, you know what I mean? Like, but one, once you do, you're like, all right, well, you know, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to alter my body while well, you did, you know, <laughs> um, and Hey man, it, you know, look, look at it this way. Like I've seen a lot of bad tattoos. But dude, I'm 40 years old. I've seen a lot of bad tattoos. People my age. I've also seen a lot of people my age with really bad Botox and plastic surgery. And I promise you, you're better off with the tattoos. You know, um, that's just the way I feel about it. But uh, I mean, again, I'm I, so you got you've got that coming. I cannot wait to see um, your your tattoo uh, cleaned up. No, um, it's, it's not that it was. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just you know what I mean. I I think you left feeling like it just wasn't complete. Am I making sense? Um, I'm, I'm looking I was 19. To and it was my first tattoo. I, well, yeah, no, no, I know. my My first tattoo was a. I don't hate it. It it, it looks cool, but I'm like you know it's a tiny little. It's a. It, it's nothing to get excited about. It's know? not a naked lady, unfortunately. No. No, it's not. Um, but you know, it's, it's a little, it's cool. I, I don't have a problem with it, but I'm, I'm certainly at the point where, um, well, I don't know, man. I just, I just want, <laughs> dude, I can't even sit, I cannot talk about tattoos without wanting to go get one. Like I, I want to get in my car tomorrow <laughs> and just go get a tattoo.
1: Well, I was supposed to go on Sunday, but I, he didn't, he, my, my, the, the, my artist had a, uh, he had an opening because someone canceled, but he he forgot he filled it with because he didn't write it down. So, it's cool. Dude's cool. So, I'm going to go on Thursday instead. But you man, cool, it, man. It's, you cool, man. It's going to be a long week because I'm really excited to to get, like, you know, to get everything taken care of, start my other one. And, you know, it's, it's kind of cool because while, while we're working on this other one, I'm probably going to come up with five more and be like, hey, w- what are you doing, like, in the next few weeks? <laughs>
0: you got any openings?
1: Um, so- well, I mean,
0: it, it's... dude it's fun it's fun it's fun seriously just don't get anything stupid not you but i mean like in general like i encourage people all the time like don't get a tattoo in a in a spot you're gonna regret like don't you know what i mean like and and by the way a, a a good artist won't Like, like There there are things with, with artists that I respect. And by the way, I know this isn't about metal, but, dude, come on. We're talking about tattoos, and we're talking about tattoos about metal things. I feel very strongly that I don't care if it's legal in your state. Any tattoo artist that tattoos someone under the age of 18 needs smacked. Secondly, I don't think any tattoo artist should tattoo anybody's hands, neck, or face unless they are pretty damn well covered. Like if you were someone who was clearly committed to having tattoos everywhere, it's like that at that point,
1: cool. Um I don't know. Like, so I, I just just because just face, it, 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 face I, I agree just, with you. Face, I agree with you. Hands and neck, I disagree with you. And the only reason I say that is because some people do get like a little something on their hands. Like not what I'm you know, talking about. Yeah, you know, I don't I, mean but like I mean if you're talking about like and and we can't unfortunately say what this guy wanted across his knuckles, <laughs> but no, but I, I also let's mean just say like getting- we knew a tattoo artist in 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 our hometown who wanted something across his knuckles, and literally the the artist he asked to do it was like I am not doing that. <laughs> All I need is, do like, you remember getting, what I'm getting, talking like, like, about? Oh, I know exactly what you are talking about. Like <laughs> getting your
0: whole the whole back of your hand, or and and when I say neck, like I don't mean like I know I know lots of women that have like a little something behind their ear on the back i'm talking like throat tattoos in other words what i'm saying is like something that there is no way in plain clothing you'd ever you'd like if you're 19 years old and you're like i wanted to get on my throat it's like dude maybe you should
1: maybe you should not do that um but again i don't think i could i have i have a adam's apple phobia i i like when if somebody touches my neck like i immediately like flip out like i i don't know what it is like so i i could never get a neck tattoo because like if it went over my adam's apple i i would i couldn't do it i just could you'd have to like put me under you know what i mean
0: like there yeah i mean there's a couple of parts of my body that i would like i don't want to get my ribs tattooed I, i i i do not find tattoos all that Uncomfortable. In fact, I enjoy doing them, but there are spots of your body. I'm just no. My ribs. I'm not. I, that's I, where the naked ladies should go. My ribs. I. Ain't, I'm not tattooing my ribs. Sorry, man. Uh, that. That's just not. That's not pain I want to deal with. But dude, you got. You. You got to have pictures of naked ladies. That is very true. Well, I, I am. What I'm gonna do. And what I'm gonna do at walking. I mean this. Is I'm gonna walk in the week before. Um, when I'm in Amsterdam, and I'm gonna tell the. I've already messaged them and said, Hey, I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna say, Hey, man, these are some good available spots on my body that a that a tattoo like that that you do would look cool on. What do you think and let him pick one and say so what do you think you should do and let him throw some ideas and I'll just be like cool do it. Um cuz it's going to be it's going to mean a lot to me anyway cuz it's my souvenir from from the Netherlands it's my souvenir from from you know from the first time in Europe and it'll mean a lot to me anyway and it'll just look cool but uh so anyway, you know, tattoos are awesome. Um I, uh, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, you know, I think they're fun. I think they're fun. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm at a point in my life and a point in my career where I can get them and not have to worry about, oh, well, I'm not going to ever get hired now. Um, you know, you know what drives me nuts though about that sort of thing? Can I, can I just say this? It really bothers me about how like you can be. A teacher a doctor you can be any professional job you want to pretty much across the board and have tattoos but god forbid you have a tattoo and try to wait tables somewhere that drives me completely bonkers it just does you know like oh you got to cover that up to work you're dude you're you're waiting tables man get over it uh anyway it's something that drives me nuts um so oh oh okay so let let's let's chat about this one. uh, you literally just bought tickets to to a show, and I am admittedly jealous. I'm gonna nail it, dude, it ain't no candy, I'm admittedly Ding. jealous of so so I would oh, I, so oh, dude, they're playing in they're playing in Albany, I gotta look it up,
1: so continue. <clears throat> I, I, if you've never heard of it, and I don't know, I, I think you use this app. If you've never heard, of it, there's an app called Band in Town. Yeah, I haven't used it in years. Well, I get, I get the emails, I and to, I, it I comes in years. handy because living in the New York City area, tons of bands come through town, I don't even—you'll never find out about this unless somebody's telling you. So, Band in Town, what it does is says and again, this is not a paid promotion. Um, I, I, this is, this is just, I use this app scans your music library and basically will tell you if a band that's in your music library is playing anywhere near you um and i got a note i got an email today and it was like anvil touring near you and i'm like oh where are they playing in the city no they're literally playing 10 minutes from my house like literally 10 minutes from my house in a small new jersey town so i'm like okay well yeah i mean (laughs) I mean, come on. I could like walk there. You know what I mean? Like, um, so on Friday now, I'm going to see Anvil, which means we'll have to switch the recording day. Um, okay. because I unless you want to do it after I see Anvil. Um, and then the following Tuesday, so three days later, I'm going to see Morbid Angel, hopefully, Crypta. Unfortunately, there is a so. We just found out five minutes ago, and this will probably be old news by the time the show comes out. Morbid Angel uh, was playing a venue with with Crypto Revocation and actually Skeletal Remains, and a tornado hit the venue, and unfortunately the ceiling fell in. And so far they've said all the bands are okay. Um, someone did die. There are many people injured, but um, so I I don't know what's going to happen to that tour as a result. I guess there was some 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 of the bands may have lost their 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 travel uh you know their means of travel so i don't know um I, you know best wishes to everybody who is involved in that and i hope that they you know the people who who were injured are okay so in theory the following tuesday i'm seeing morbid angel crypto revocation and uh the band that i couldn't read their logo um i you know I want to be respectful to them. And if they don't want people to know who they are, I probably shouldn't say their name. Um, (laughs) I can't read their logo, so I can't promote them on my podcast. So I I guess that's the them's the breaks kid. (laughs) Um, uh, No, I know who they are. But, hey, I think it's like what violation or something, something with a V. I don't don't remember. Um, I'm not familiar with them. I'm not terribly into them. I'm not trying to be a jerk. If you're into them, that's awesome. Uh, not saying they suck, but so yeah, see anvil. I'm going to try. I'm going to literally, I'm taking my copy of metal on metal on vinyl. My original copy of metal on metal on vinyl. I actually, I have their first three or four albums. I might just take them all. I'm putting them in my car and either before or after the show, I'm going to see if I can get in touch with anvil. Like if I can find their van, cause they're touring in a van. Um, and I'm totally going to ask him if they could sign my albums. Um, because that'd just be, I I totally want, I need a picture with lips. So I know that we don't do faces on this show. Like Duff. Well, I just, I just uploaded a video, so I really don't care. Okay. Look, Duff and I, for the longest time have removed our faces from the show. There is a reason for that. Longtime listeners of the show understand. Um, I just released a, a cover of, of the Cure's love song where I continued to wear masks. Um, if I get a picture with lips, I don't care. I'm posting it. Um, I mean, it, it it doesn't take a lot of detective work to figure out who I am. Um, so and and at this point, I think that uh, it doesn't really matter. But um, and I, I'm going to continue doing the masks for the songs just because. Not not it's not a Slipknot thing. It's mostly because I, whenever I used to watch my cover songs, I used to think it looked stupid having, like, you know, me. Just because I don't, move, I don't know. I just did not like, I don't think it looks stupid. That's the wrong term. Because a lot of guys do this. A lot of people, like musicians do this. But I didn't like the same thing. Like you switch to bass, switch to guitar. So I thought the masks would bring, you know, a little bit different. So instead of looking at three of the same people, it would be three different characters or whatever so it's not like a slipknot thing where i'm like oh i'm evil i'm i'm wearing a mask look how weird i am mom look you're, you're you know you don't get me mom it was mostly just so you didn't see the same guy doing everything it was you know so but but i'm seeing anvil if i get a picture with lips or rob reiner or both totally going up on our instagram and i'm, I'm really gonna try for that what i should do honestly duff is I should see if I can reach out to their management company and get an interview. Do it, because you can't tell me that Anvil, who's playing Garwood, New Jersey, and when I say Garwood, New Jersey, I mean like they are. Let, let me put it this way: the 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 kids' hockey team that I help out on. One of one of the one of the players there did like a school of rock thing. You ever heard of that? Where like you you go to like a it's like a yes. club kind of and. For for those of you who don't know, it's like a club here where and I think it's nationwide. But you, you know, you, if you're into rock and metal and stuff like that, you get to play, you know, in a band sort of. But they help you like learn the songs and things like that. Anvil's playing in the same place the School of Rock kids played. Now I'm not disparaging the School of Rock kids because that's awesome. But I'm saying like this is they're not exactly playing Madison Square Garden. Is my point. Oh, no, so anime. I mean they're not so, going to play right. Right, they're not exactly you know. So my point is. I could Dude, probably prob- knock probably up to their van and be like the there and then write a song
0: about it. It'll be awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I, could, I could probably walk in and be like, hey, Lips, you in there. <laughs> like, You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they'll, they'll probably write a song like, you know, and, and then on the next album, there'll be a song called got interviewed by the heavy metal hangover. <laughs> it's 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 just funny, man. I, See, I honestly, I love that if you band, though I, I love that band. If you go see him in Albany, I'd rather have you do the interview, because I suck at interviews. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Depends what... It's, it's, like, this week. I know. I just found out about it today, and it's Friday. So I was like, Ugh. And I was like, you know what? It's, like, ten minutes from my house. What else? I took the whole week off. I'm off all this week. So I'm like, what else oh. am I doing?
0: I am not. <laughs> um, no, What what's killing me about, um, about so many shows is just... I'm looking at bands that are coming to central New York. They're while I'm in Europe, which um you know, clearly no no you know, no complaints um given the choice of where I'm going, but it's like there there's just there's nothing, man. you know, I just saw the King's X is playing again. And I'm like, oh man, come here, I saw them in Syracuse a few years before the pandemic. Man, yeah, I th- I have got to see King's X on tour. They, have I think to they're playing they near
1: me, here. and I told you, I they're playing near me, and yeah, same thing. Like you said, that uh, you're going to be in Europe, or else I totally say, dude, come down. I'll go see King's X. I'm not into them, but I'll. I mean, I can appreciate them, you know. But I think you're going to be in Europe when they're playing near me.
0: Yeah. It. Uh, well, I mean, I know, I know they're they're probably. I don't know if they're ever going to go on a major tour again. I mean, I know um, there were some health issues in the band and things like that. Um, but
1: man, I will tell you. I will tell you this, though, dude, Um, I might have I'm well, I'm going to see the misfits in July, July 8th. Right. I'm going to see the misfits at at the Prudential Center. I might have an extra ticket. It's on a Saturday. If if I do have an extra ticket because I I got a ticket, but I don't know if the person who I got the ticket for is going with me. They they were kind of wishy washy. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get the ticket. It's not that expensive that that if I have to find somebody to go with, I'm going to like miss it. Dude, you should come down here. I know you're not a big Misfits fan, but it'd still be a fun show. Plus, dude, fear.
0: Oh yeah, no, dude. I, I mean, I, Jesus, I'd have to figure out what's going on. <laughs> um, it, it, it's the day after King Diamond
1: Day. What did you say? The eighth. Um, July eighth. Yes, July eighth. I mean, again, this, this is all up in the air. I, I won't know for, I won't know for a little while if, if, if the person's going with me. I'm just saying it'd be a cool show. Cause, like, dude. I, you know, I've, I've always said to you during this show, punk music on paper, you should love punk music on paper. I understand why you don't. And I also understand you don't hate it and think it sucks. You just it, are not into it. Like right. we always say on the show, like the thing we strive for on the show is to never say your music sucks. Yeah. Granted, if you if you listen to Miley Cyrus, I'm sorry. You there, know, I'm probably there are some to bands that I will gladly say they suck really bad. But I'm also objectively
0: saying they suck really bad. <laughs> um yeah, it's, it's I mean, typically not but, like I don't like attacking people for their bands,
1: right? I, I don't like to, I don't like somebody I don't like telling somebody else that my musical tastes are superior to theirs, uh, especially in especially in our like little tiny bubble here. Like there are not enough metalheads that we can be sitting there judging people because they like Lorna Shore, whom I don't like. That's fine. I don't like them. Well, if you're cool with me not liking them, I think I can be cool with you liking them. You know, it, it's it's just, like, there's there's no reason to, like, sit there and tell people, like, what they should like. Anyways, my point being, I mean, and if you like... By the way, by the way, I was kidding about the Miley Cyrus thing. If you like pop, I don't care. I just don't want to listen to it.
0: Yeah, um, well, you know, and I'll even say this, though. Like, I think I think we are all within the right to say that there might be certain bands that were like, Dude, that band is just flat out terrible. They're, they're just terrible. And I think that's okay to say that. Um... But again, it's like, look, man, I don't like punk. Like, I really, (laughs) really, really don't like punk. That being said, I realize that I don't like punk. So because I don't like the style, like, I'm not going to bash someone else for liking it. I'm not going to bash a band in it because I know it's not my thing. (laughs) Like, I I cannot objectively rate one punk band over another if you don't like them. You know, it's just, it's not. Well, the reason I. you, you You can respect, you can. You can like something and not necessarily respect it, but you can certainly not like something and have respect for it. You know, um,
1: clearly, well, I have my, a lot of my, respect for what the Misfits did.
0: Uh, not my thing, but who yeah. cares? I would see him. I would see him live. But, but my why my not?
1: well, yeah. I mean, it's worth it to see Danzig. You know what I mean? Um, and, but my my point is though about fear. There is a song by Fear that, regardless of if you like Fear or not, um, you, you you on paper should love this song, Beef Baloney, the chorus is: She don't like salami. She don't want pastrami. She don't want no chicken. She want don't want no roast. She just wants, uh, she just wants her my double dose beef, 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 beef bologna, beef, 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 beef bologna. <laughs> like they they have a song called Beef Bologna that basically is she wants my beef bologna, and I'm like, dude, that's so tough. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, dude, your nickname is Hickory Farms. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, it it is extremely hard to disagree. Um,
1: (laughs) No, there's a bunch of songs like there's there's I think there's a song recently. I I, I found that there's so many punk songs that I'm like, dude, you should like this. (laughs) Now, again, I know why you don't. I get it. But I'm like, dude, you know what you should do? You should really find those punk songs and turn them into songs that you like. Like, take that punk song, listen to it, take the lyrics and, like, the melody and stuff and turn it into, like, a classic rock, like, mountain song or something. You could you could probably do it. That'd be really fun. It'd be way cooler if it sounded like mountain because mountain is But that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, awesome. I, I took the Cure's Love song, which I love the original, and I turned it into a metal song. Like, you should do that. That'd be that'd be so funny to like take like a song like By Fear Beef Baloney and turn it into like burn. she just loves my beef baloney. Beef beef <laughs> like that'd be hilarious.
0: Well, I'd have to listen to it. I, I am completely and totally unfamiliar with the song. Um because I'm admittedly completely ignorant to, to punk music. And and by the way, it's not because I've never listened to punk music. Clearly, I've listened to a lot. I've never I'm not familiar with, I, I, I just know. You know what I mean? I've heard Fear. That's the end of it. That's what I can tell you about them. I, I'm, I'm conscious of who they are, but as far as their music, I, I can tell you I've heard them, and that's what I can tell you. Um, I, have I heard that song? Probably not. Is it possible I did? Yes. Do I remember? No. <laughs> Was I paying attention at the time? Probably not. Uh, and that is just the truth, but I mean, we're all we're all like that.
1: Um, but dude, you, know, you you dude, if you came down to see the misfits, you'd get to see Mr. Body live in person. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh
0: you know what? Actually, let me let me let me bring this back. I, I want to throw this out too. It's not necessarily metal related, but it's music related at least. Do you want to know what here's this is something that that, that I've always hated. And I, I, I let me let me ask you your opinion on the following statement. If someone says this to you what is your opinion and I'm and I'm curious If someone says to you I like all music or I like everything what is your opinion when someone says that
1: So there's a meme that goes around. By the way, you oh, know if what there's a meme, realized- dude, I,
0: mind you, I'm not a social media guy. So if there's a meme about it and there's not no, no, boobs, no. I don't let, know what
1: you're me, talking about. No, no, let me let me let me tell you what it is. And dude, the black tooth grins are hitting me hard already. Um, buy something. Oh, I'll do a couple more shots. I, I'm lo- I'm literally on eBay right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm dude. I'm actually looking at uh, Tankard's Pavlov's Dogs, which is the album I didn't buy because I couldn't find it at a good price. But one of the uh, one of the one of the shops that I I buy from, like one of the small shops I buy from regularly, has it on sale. So I'm like, ah, it's the new Tankard album. It's normally like fifty bucks, and they have it on sale for like twenty five. I'm like, ah, with free shipping. Uh, anyways, that's either here nor there. My point being, your question about there is a meme um, where it's like it's it's a metalhead meme, and the guy's like, I listen to all music, and it's like the guy pulling up like side on his iPod and him being like, oh yeah. So look, I have a lot of different kinds of music in my record collection, in my iTunes, my record collection. When I see a Kenny Rogers album for a buck and I know the gamblers on it, I know that uh, uh, coward of the counties on it and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. Why? Because those are great songs. And Kenny Rogers rules. Look, I don't care. You don't like Kenny Rogers. That's your problem, not my problem. So you want to try and make it my problem? I'm happy to take you up on that argument. Um, it, it, same with Neil Diamond. I was literally listening to Cherry Cherry the other day. You know, she she got the way to move me, chair. And I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, I should do a metal cover of this. Like, because it would work. So... I like a lot of different kinds of music. I always say, and I've always said on the show, metal is my home. Metal is where I feel most comfortable. The music I most identify with the music. I love the most, but I love going on vacation. I love listening to, you know, Neil Diamond. Sometimes I love listening to, um, Kenny Rogers. Sometimes I love listening to some, some eighties pop. Sometimes like, you know like it's fine you're allowed to do that like i have the single for uh you spin me right round baby right song. round and it's funny because if That's you actually, talk it's a great song though let's be it honest. is a great song and if you talk to a lot of the everyone's favorite metal bands they'll tell you they don't just listen to metal like i think people are under these perceptions that you get to like these heavy these metal bands, like these death metal bands, especially. And oh, they they only listen to death. Like I guarantee, you, as soon as they get off, as soon as they get off the stage, they put on you know spiritual healing, and that's all they listen. No, I they I guarantee probably love you. those records. They probably love. Oh, they absolutely have to love those records. But my problem, my my thing is, I guarantee you, if you ask them, do you ever listen to some country? They're gonna say, yeah, I like this guy. You ever listen to some whatever? Now, I'm not saying that. Alex Webster walks off stage and listens to Lady Gaga. Not saying that. Does Alex Webster get off stage and listen to some funk? I don't know. Maybe. Why? Because it's freaking bass infused. Like, there's a lot of good stuff out there. And if you limit yourself to just, I can't listen to anything unless it meets this criteria, you're missing out. So when people say, I listen to all kinds of music... I generally assume that means they put on the top 40 radio station um, because on a top 40 radio station, you're going to hear pop. You're going to hear all, you know, well, you know, at least back in the day, you'd hear alternative rock. You'll hear even a little bit of metal. And when I say metal, I'm using that as a broad term. Like you'll hear stuff like Linkin Park. I don't you, you'll, assume you'll, that when, or you'll
0: shove a monster can up
1: your ass and listen to you know five finger death. Punch yeah, five finger death thing. punch. Right. You'll show a monster can up your ass. Yeah, you know, quite that, literally. Required probably be
0: something like that or like. I don't right. know, like, I, I, like, like a band like Seether who's,
1: or Disturbed, who's heavier. Dude, and I respect Disturbed. I don't so know why. necessarily, necessarily listen, but dude, the, the Draymond and their guitar player, I respect those guys. Like, they have a lot of opinions that I agree with. Do yeah. I listen well, they, to Oh? Ah. No, I don't. They had a really I, stupid gimmick, and yet somehow they got past it and made a career. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a lot of bands I respect, but I don't listen to. So when somebody says I listen to all kinds of music, I know that the metal heads in us are like. Oh, you yeah? know what though? You know
0: what though? Here, so here's here's my issue, because I, I and actually you just made me think of something. I think I here's here's the here's the thing. I think anybody who tells you I listen to everything, they're 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 lying to you or they're lying to themselves. I will take that, however, as saying I don't that think pro- that they mean to. W- though. No, no, no. What I mean by that is, I think that means they're generally pretty open-minded.
1: I, um,
0: I wouldn't go that far, or or at least generally. I'll put it this way: if someone says that, I they might, in all good faith, mean it.
1: Okay. Do you want to know what I think of when I? Because you asked me the question, because well, I, and I can tell you what I think of. But go ahead. You asked me the question. I genuinely think that when somebody says I listen to everything, they don't have a musical identity. Or and what I'm not saying have. there's anything wrong with that. Like music to you and me and to a lot of heavy metal guys, a lot of metal heads. Music is not just, you know, this isn't a costume. This is a way of life. Music is not, you know, the quote from Return to the Living Dead. Music isn't just something you put on in the car when you're driving to the grocery store. Music isn't something you put on in the house while you're doing the dishes or whatever. Music is something you live. You absorb it. You go and see your bands. And and like I was saying before, like last week, I think metalheads are one of the few groups that really still pay attention to albums instead of singles. So, I mean, when you you ask me, when you you tell like good. I was gonna say, so when you ask me that question, like, what do you think of when somebody I'm clicking my Coke bottle here? Um, what do you think of when somebody asks you, like, say I listen to everything? I maybe wrongfully, but I generally assume they don't really have a musical preference. They just listen to whatever's popular at the time. Yeah. That's oh, fine. fine. I, I take it as I take it as well, there's a couple of ways to look
0: at it, right? One is what you just said. One is that they fall into the category of what I consider most people I know who don't know how to formulate. On a negative, and I say this all the time, that the, ima- the number of people I know that just flat out can't make, d- just don't have their own opinions. And I talk about that a lot. And and I'm actually not insulting the person that we're, the, the fictional person we're talking about saying this. I am I am making fun of people who, and I used to say this all the time, like, they let MTV tell them what to to listen to. They let the whatever they 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 could never formulate their own opinion that drives me nuts but so they it's possible the people just they can't formulate an opinion it's also possible that the person is doesn't have an identity with it or they just kind of go along um it's also popular it's also popular that possible it's also possible they're kind of open minded um but i will say this like clearly anybody who says they listen to everything or they they like everything Okay, that's like, look, man, I'm going to give you a really random example. There are there are types of cheese that I don't like. <laughs> you know what I mean? I pretty much like cheese. But I'm willing to bet you there's some cheese you can find that I really don't like. Look at me with beer. Like, I like beer. I pretty much like beer across the board. I like lighter beers and darker beers. I like I'm not a big fan of IPAs, but I there's IPAs I like. But there are beers that I have had that I've tasted it and gone. Okay, this is turd. But let's be fair, I'm not a beer connoisseur. I'm not. I'm a fat guy. I like to get drunk. I like to get schlitzed. I I, I so I I I enjoy it. So I mean, from that perspective, I get it. Um, it's also some people like, you know, well, yeah, they, they like everything they've heard. Maybe they haven't heard everything, but on the flip side, what you were talking about with metal is here's a problem that, that and you, you, you said this, but you, you made me think of something when you were saying it, when you said how like, you know, death metal bands or whatever, all oh, they only listen to death metal. I think what as much as that, the the, the I listen to everything person, I, I might kind of make fun of them in my head. I might look down on them a little bit. I might just think they're full of crap when they say it. I will say this, though. I think the big problem, and admittedly, this happens to younger people. I think what we're talking about, though, is when you have those people that are the Bob's Country Bunker metalheads. Bob's Country Bunker metalheads are the worst. And what I mean by that is, what kind of music do you have here? Oh, we have both kinds. Country and western. You know, the the people at Bob's Country Bunker who if it isn't country or western, they've never heard it and they don't like it. You know. So that that's how I think of with you know, when when I say that about about metalheads, it's like you can't be a Bob a Bob's Country Bunker. Oh, what kind of music do you have here? Oh, we have both kinds. Death and black metal. You <laughs> know, like there there's got to be something else in there. Um So I don't, it's it's just, this is, this is interesting to me. Um, Like I, I admittedly, I say this all the time when it comes to hard rock and heavy metal. I have a very deep interest, not necessarily a wide one. Uh, Excuse me. Now in rock and metal, it's pretty much across the board, but I admit to you that my musical tastes are very deep, not so wide. Um, I am not saying there's no country I like. There's, well, Wheel Walker Jr. doesn't count. <laughs> 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 I would I would not listen to Wheel Walker Jr. if he if sang about
1: if
0: he sang about, about <laughs> if his songs were about his pickup truck, you know, and fried chicken. I wouldn't care. But they're, you know, I, I gotta you know I gotta get. I actually haven't listened to Wheel Walker Jr. in a while. I need to do that. Uh, uh, I, we haven't taken a break in the show in a while. If we take a break, I need some Will, Wheeler Walker Jr. in the meantime. Um, but for the most part, I pretty much hate country. I can say flat out pop country. I hate all of it. All I, I, I know you have one exception cause you're a guitar player and that's one thing, but I pretty much hate pop country.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, I like Brad Paisley because oh, I mean, he's look, a guitar and, and yeah. And the bottle and he is a legit guitar player. Oh, he's a great like, guitar player. he's, there's he's plenty not of country guys that are. Vince Gill's a phenomenal guitar player. Well, but I'm saying, like, Brad Paisley, he's a pop country guy. But, like, to be honest with you, the guy can play. Like, I've seen – like, I have re- I read his book and about – you know, I-, I read his book because the guy is awesome. And, um, you know, I I respect him. And not only that, but he's got one of the best tones I've ever heard in my life. And when I say tone, like, would I play Slayer on that tone? Would I play Cannibal Corpse? No, no. But if I got that tone out of my amp, I would literally be like, I need a minute. And a, I need a minute. Like, I just need well, a minute to like, uh well, you know I mean, what I mean? It's,
0: it's one of those things where like, like, dude, I, I could watch the guy play guitar all day. I don't want to listen to
1: his albums, but fine. Whatever. It's besides the point. But like, well, but those, I, what's funny is he's also, re- and, I, and I don't mean to turn this into a Brad Paisley. No, go for it. He's released literally guitar albums. He released an album called Play the Guitar okay. Album. I know. I know what it where is. He, yeah so and he's done instrumentals like he did an instrumental well, called time warp let, let me, where it's let let me also, there's no like there's no like my pickup truck broke well, down no there's none of that.
0: that that that's the difference between between saying i have nothing i have no issue with brad paisley i have an issue with i don't like country i don't like pop country music so what the, the stuff he puts out that's pop country i don't like it now i want to listen when he does to other stuff cool <laughs> hey man go go, go for you Um, But I pretty much don't like country almost across the board. I can pretty much say across the board, I don't like country. There are some very few exceptions. I mean, look, man, when it's Christmas time, if, you know, Randy Travis's Jingle Bell Rock comes on and you flip the channel, I'm going to smack your hand. Like, come on, dude. It's Randy Travis. Can we all admit he's okay? (laughs) You know, like there's there's some of the older, you know, the, the older country artists. I, I pretty much despise rap music across the board. Am I saying you can't find an exception to the rule?
1: You can find an exception to the rule. But generally speaking... Dude, with, tell, me, tell me for a minute, you don't like NWAs, just don't bite it.
0: Well, <laughs> you know, I, I always, you know, like, like I, I give the example of, like, yeah, okay, there's a couple of exceptions. You know, like Cypress Hill, I don't know if, I don't even know what they were. They were rap, but I don't know if they were hop. I'm not going to listen to Cypress Hill all day, but they had some cool stuff. Um, you know, hits from the bong. That's a cool song if you're high. You know what I mean? Like, clearly it's a good song if you're high. I mean, what are you doing? Taking hits from the bong. I mean, okay. You know, but like I said, with, with a very few exceptions, I pretty much don't like country. I, I don't like rap music um I but I am also admittedly a prick am i I'm admittedly extremely picky about music um I just am I, I know I am but I admit that to people I flat out tell people look
1: I listen to a lot of stuff I it's just say you the, the chorus and to just don't bite it and tell me you're not into that <laughs> <laughs> no
0: I tell people all the time though I'm I'm not I'm a complete. I'm a, I'm a dick when it comes to music. I I love, I love hard rock and heavy metal. There are bands in there. Well, I'll put it this way: you can find examples of country I can listen to, and find examples of, um, uh, of of rap songs I might like, and you can find examples of classic rock bands I don't like. You can find examples of metal I don't like. You know, I mean, and, and fine. I, I I'm a I'm narrow minded, but. I've aged. That being said, though, I don't just listen to metal. I don't just listen to metal, clearly. You know, you were just talking about, you know, Neil Diamond. Um, I don't sit around and listen to Neil Diamond. I don't. I do. I, I, I Dude, One Hot August Night's a great album. I don't care who I, you I, are. And, well, and I'm, I'm, I'm just simply using Neil Diamond as an example because I just don't listen to much Neil Diamond. Um, actually we talked not long ago. Because you don't listen to one hot August night. That's you know why what, you don't though, listen to Much Neil Diamond. But we were talking about this not long ago before. Like I'm a big fan of James Taylor. Clearly, not metal. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? I can't clearly, stand that guy. N- clearly. Well, I can't I, th- there's a lot I can't stand. Um put a gun to my head, or if I had two choices between gun to my head and listening to Billy Joel, I'm gonna tell you to shoot me. I can't stand Billy Joel. I like I can't Billy. Can't stand Billy Joel. I, I just, I can't. I, uh, Uptown the, the, girl. Piano Man, whatever, I fine. I get it. It's a fun song. I despise everything else I've ever heard from that guy. I, I do. I swear to God, I hate Billy Joel. I, how, do you I, do, I, how do you hate Tell Her About It?
1: It sucks. Tell hate, her do, about it. Tell her everything
0: oh. she feeds. Oh, God. I do. I, I do. Like, uh, uh, I just, I don't like any of it. But whatever. It's cool. Like, I get why he's popular. I get it. so my point. Yeah, we all have stuff we like and we don't, and that's that's totally fine. And I, by the way, I am not saying I don't like Billy Joel because I have his greatest hits hidden under my bed and I'm afraid to admit it. I um, I just don't, I just don't like Billy. I I, I could listen to Elton John all day. I'm not into, I'm not whatever.
1: We all have our preferences, dude. I have um, "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road" on vinyl, and I also have "Don't Shoot Me, I'm Just the Piano Player."
0: Well, goodbye, good. Uh, who did I just
1: read recently quoted that as
0: one of their favorite albums of all time? I just read some someone a metal person. I even want to say it was uh, someone in a really heavy heavy band recently quoted that as like top ten favorite albums. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road because it's an amazing record, you know. Um, but I mean, teach his own. It, 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 I, I, I live. I don't know. We've we've talked about this kind of stuff a lot lately, but I I truly live live by the thought process that we're not all supposed to like the same stuff that. We were, we have the ability to have opinions, and we're allowed to have our own. We're allowed to, I am allowed to love Alice in Chains and not like Soundgarden. That doesn't make any sense on paper. It makes no especially like first album by those bands. Like you put early Alice in Chains, like put the first Alice in Chains record and the first Soundgarden record next to each other. I'm not saying they sound exactly alike. That's not what I mean. What I mean is it's like it's kind of. Why would you- l- really, really love one and really, really not like the other? i don't I don't know we just we're all like this i mean, we, sometimes we can't explain it sometimes it's why do you like you know why are you okay with one band and not okay with the other um but i i just i do i find this i find this really. I, I, I find it – well, last week – I think it was last week. I don't know. You asked me – was it last week or the week before when you asked me about, like, what, what, you know, what's the difference between a fan and a casual fan? Um, I, think, I think this is another thing that, I, that I, I find interesting the way people think about it is when it comes to music, what do you like? How open-minded are you? Now, now let me say this. I, I will say this, like, for example – I may be relatively narrow-minded when it comes to music. Again, I don't just listen to metal. I know that. I admittedly listen to show tunes. I was literally in my in my living room the other day with my earbuds in, listening to Le- the Le Miserables, and not the, not the, not the movie version, not the movie version where Russell Crowe pissed all over that movie. It's. It, don't get me started on Russell Crowe and Les Miserables. As long as you don't blame Hugh Jackman. No, no, my God. Hugh Jackman's amazing in it. And um Anne Hathaway is brilliant in it. Like, I thought Anne Hathaway was going to suck. She's amazing in it. Um... Well, I only know that because someone told me there were leaked photos of her naked online, and there are, and I looked them up, and I saw them, and blah, blah, blah. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I uh, accidentally stumbled I know, over no, no, no. her. <laughs> That's <laughs> the only reason I know her name. Before that, she was just the one from Princess Diaries. Um, but no, no, she's, seriously, the Les Miserables movie, look, Broadway, and I'm getting some of this, taking Broadway and making it a movie, it doesn't work. But it works to a certain extent of like, you can still enjoy the songs you know Chicago on stage is better than Chicago in the movie Richard Gere sucks but you know what you can still enjoy it you can hear the music and be like ah, oh, it's cool it's better live awesome um Les Miserables is brilliant not as good as the I saw Les Miserables on Broadway like 20 some odd years ago but man Russell Crowe just oh god he's so bad I don't understand – they could have literally – you could walk into a bar and wake someone up who's drunk and drooling on the bar and be like, we need someone to sing instead of Russell Crowe, and that person would do a better job, you know? <laughs> like, uh, anyway, um, yeah, I was sitting – I was, you know, sitting in my listen- living room listening to Les Miserables, like, the, the from Broadway. Like, I, I, I love that stuff. It's cool. We all have our own um, – you know, we, we – uh, well, I've told you, but, like, the Jesus Christ Superstar – the old, um, the, the, the Andrew Lloyd Webber, Jesus Christ Superstar, which, you know, Ian Gillen's on it. It's awesome. Um, and, and, and I've got stuff in here. I, I'm actually, uh, well, actually <laughs> you should not be surprised that I have the Broadway, the original cast Broadway soundtrack of Avenue Q on my computer. On my no, answer. I'm not surprised. You should not the be internet surprised. The internet that is one.
1: for porn. For porn. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never heard Avenue, Q, Avenue Q. Um, just look up the internet is for porn on YouTube. On YouTube, oh god, <laughs> it is. It is.
0: It, it's, That's one it's of my like,
1: biggest regrets for not seeing a Broadway show. It's fun. It's a fun show. If you've never seen it, it's fun. Um, I mean, I li- I've lived in the city. It's coming up on fifteen years. I have lived in New York City, and I never see. I've never seen a Broadway show.
0: The problem. The problem with Broadway shows is there's there's just there's different. There's different directions. Like, number one, like, I've seen – I saw a play just off-Broadway that it was Amadeus. It blew me away, one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. But then when it gets into, like, the Broadway musicals, there's kind of, like, a couple of different avenues. One is the very famous, like, what you think of as the musical, like, Fiddler on the Roof kind of thing. Which I love, Fiddler on the Roof, don't get me wrong. Um, Then you have – you know stuff like Lion King, but then there's that other category where I would put something like when, when I saw Miss Saigon or when you saw Les, Les Misérables that are just they're 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 different because what you're not going into seeing a musical like you're, you think you're going into seeing a musical and you're really seeing this just like this thing on stage that you can't put into words. Something like Avenue Q is not that you know Avenue Q is something you would probably see. You know, in a smaller theater, it's a small cast. It's, it's they, um, they, they, are using puppets. It's a puppeteering show. Basically, it's basically it's like, dirty it's Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. It's dirty Sesame Street. Is exactly what it is. And it's, but it's hilarious. Absolutely, absolutely hilarious. Um, the original cast was the original cast was great. Um, anyway, besides the point. Um, uh, don't mean to talk about that all day. Um, but I, I do recommend the checking out Avenue Q. It's funny, but.
1: I don't know. It, it's just like I said. It's weird. I I, I love. <laughs> I always love where he's like, "That's not true." My friend bought me a gift card. Yeah, but what do you think he did before that and after? <laughs> and after. <laughs> so awesome. Um, the internet is for porn. Internet <laughs> is
0: for porn. Uh, he ba- it, that that it's basically like the Cookie Monster voice, um, <laughs> singing about <laughs> porno, internet porn. <laughs> Like, well, I mean, you've got, uh, that character's name is the Trekkie monster, by the way. You've got the, the, yeah, Trekkie. Mon- <laughs> oh God, it is, it's so funny. There was actually, when I lived in North Carolina, there was a, there was a community theater that was doing the show and they were trying to recruit me to do that role. And I didn't because my work scheduled at the time, I couldn't do the rehearsals. And they're like, just, just, the, just to do track, the, the Trekkie monster. I was like, all right, but uh, that would be a fun show to be in anyway. Um, I don't know, It's just, like I said, it's weird when you ask people about this. Like, are you, um... And I I, I don't know. I, again, I, I think it's something that, I, that I, I think we should all kind of think about. But there's also that level of, like, what do, do you... How often do you think people blatantly just lie to themselves? Like, in in terms terms of at, what? at what point do people... Oh, look, it's big. Really, it is big. No, that's not the kind of lying to themselves I mean. Like, at what point... I don't even know if I know what I'm asking, but, like, to, to what level when people lie to themselves about music? Meaning, like, when they realize at what point do you stop trying to like or stop pretending to like something or stop feeling as, uh, feeling as if, you know, here actually, you know what? Forget what I just said. Here's a question for you. What is your feeling on, because we've all done this, you say it, I say it, we've all said it. What is your feeling on trying to like something? Like like what, what does that I, mean? You we we say it all the time. Like I tried to like that band and I didn't. That's an odd concept if you think about it, right? What is what what, what does it mean? I mean, is that because if you say you tried to like something, does that mean because you felt that you were supposed to? I'm not asking you necessarily to, get, to say what you're thinking. But does that make sense? Like, if someone says, well, I really tried to like that. It's like, well, so what you were saying was you felt as if you were supposed to? You know, like we talk all the time about, like, you can be a metalhead and not like, I don't know, Megadeth, whatever. I really tried to like Megadeth. It's like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean that someone told me you, you were supposed to and you went into it saying, I oh. need to figure out how to like this? I think there's a lot of cases. Am I making sense? Re-
1: regardless of what Metalheads say, I think there's a lot of cases where people will tell you you're supposed to like bands. You're supposed to like Slayer. You're supposed to like Death. You're supposed to like whomever. And if you don't, you're a poser. Like I, I think there's a lot of times where people feel pressured um to to uh to like certain bands. Um, I, I think that's very common in, in all music, but I, I mean, it's common. I think it's common across the board, so I don't think it's necessarily exclusive to outside of metal. So, yes, I no, do. it's definitely think part that, of metal, too. I think it's well, all of us. But but I do think like I do think that what you're going to find, though, is a lot of times you also have to look at why we listen to music. Again, like what what I said before, metalheads' music is a way of life, and I know that sounds stupid to some people. To like, I don't know, like, but music's important to some people. Like, you're gonna find people who are into jazz. Music is important to them. Like, it's 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 not something where they just put on background noise. It's not something where you put on a song that you can bop your head to. You listen to it because you're purposefully listening. For something like if you listen to jazz, classical music, heavy metal, and you'll notice there's a lot of connective tissue, regardless of what jazz, like jazz purists and classical purists want to say. There's a lot of connective tissue between jazz, classical and heavy metal. Um, we, you know, metalheads listen to music with a purpose. They don't get a new album and say, great, I'll put it on while I'm doing the dishes. A lot of times metalheads will say, I got a new album. I need to listen to this. Um, you know, well, I mean, versus like somebody who's into like, it. you're not going to sit down
0: and, you know, try to analyze the new Cardi B record with your, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure you figured out what it's supposed to be. Well,
1: and uh, there's a lot of music. There's a lot of metal I to say the people that are, listen the rap music don't. It's just not going to be Cardi B or whatever. Well, but there's a lot of musicians who also play instruments. So you're going to sit down and you're going to say, oh, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm, I want to learn this song. You drummer, vocalist, whatever. But And again, I'm not saying this isn't an across-the-board analysis, but generally people who just listen to Top 40 radio or Top 40 Spotify or you know Spotify's recommended hits or whatever, um, they may be passionate about Lady Gaga or Cardi B or whomever. They may be like, I'm super into every single note they've ever put on paper, yes, but generally speaking, and this is how it's always been, pop music is is not meant to be appealed to you, is not meant to appeal to you because you necessarily like what they're doing a lot of times pop music is formula you- um there is a there is a legit formula to a lot of pop music in terms of the correct beats per minute the right, correct right. Well, what we've said know, before it's science stuff. it's not art it's science right there there's a there there are there's proven scientific uh you know whatever you want to call it scientific you know studies whatever that will tell you pop music a lot of times is it's it's science you're like you're exactly right so okay well so here let me let me let me build on this and again I'm
0: asking you because it's easier for me to pose you the question and then we can go from there so I asked you about people who say they like everything, right? Or, or then on the flip side, you're Bob's Country Bunker people. And then I asked you a bit about, like, why, why, why do people try to like something, right? Like, 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 what's the point? What's the point? Now, again, there's a difference between saying I, I, I really tried to, I tried to find a positive in that. You know, but that's not the same. Like, I tried to, I tried to like it because I felt I had to. Let me go one step further. And I, and I mean this. I'm kind of off of what you just said. If you're talking about music to somebody, I don't care who they are. Let's say they're your age, all right? You're at a bar, and you're sitting next to somebody. Male, female, doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter. Let's just say they're not like they're a teenager. So, you know, 30s, 40s, whatever. Go with it. If they say to you... If you're like, what's what 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 are some of your favorite artists or bands, and they and they rattle off like, I, I don't know, they say Taylor Swift and 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 uh, Carrie Underwood, whatever they, and those are the three they rattle off. Like, do you immediately judge that person, not because of the style of music, not because they like. A, a different style. It. Do you, do you like immediately judge people like that? Um, I, I, I can explain what I mean. But if, again, if you're sitting in a bar and the person next to you, like, oh, what kind of music do you like? Oh, I really like my favorite artists are Carrie Underwood, uh, Taylor Swift, and I don't care. Pick another one. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't know. Kelly Clarkson. I don't know. As you can tell, I know nothing about this. What, what, what would you would, would you immediately judge them or what would your opinion of that person be I mean it depends on the
1: context because well, like, well, here's here's my gut instinct. So, when, when, Call, you, when you say judge ahead. them I mean are you judging them as a person or like just no, no, their are, are you taste? are you literally
0: like how would you? Uh, what, what, what would would you? What would be your opinion? I would generally say their
1: musical taste. If they say that those are their favorite artists, I would generally say there's l- very little likelihood of me finding common ground with this person musically. Like, here's my thing:
0: if you liked any one of, if you're a big fan of Carrie Underwood or whoever, like I totally cool. Like, you know, I I get it. We all. We all have the the Kelly Clarkson thing is hard because it. it she
1: went to yeah. Clarion, by the way. Um, who did? Uh, Carrie Underwood. Oh, did she? I don't know. She was a Sigma 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 Clarion, I believe. Oh, was she? Oh, yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle went there too, by the way. Um, it's true. So, it's true. It, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a broken
0: freaking neck. Um, I I mean, like I said, I I I totally get it. If if you know. That's just something you like. But if someone says to me and I ask what kind of music they're into and their immediate answers are three or four like mega pop stars like that, like Cardi B and
1: whatever. Megan Thee Stallion. And- it
0: doesn't matter what it is. I said, I said pop. I, I said them because they were more pop. I, I was trying not to j- necessarily say like rap or hip hop, but like general pop Well, music. but they're pop. Right, right, whatever. And pick whatever one you want. I don't care. My problem is this. If you say that your favorite is Carrie Underwood, I'm not really judging you for liking country music. If your favorite is whatever, I don't know, Cardi B, I'm not judging you because you like rap music. I am probably judging the fact that if you tell me that your favorite artists are like completely generic pop stars i uh, i immediately think you're in that category of you can't formulate an opinion and you're a complete loser and probably stupid like i i mean i'm sounding like a jerk when i say this but i i'm going to immediately look down on you if you were over the age of 15 and like your favorite your favorite artists are and again, I, I don't care if you like any of the ones I mentioned. Maybe you like Taylor Swift. There's nothing wrong with liking Taylor Swift. Maybe someone out there is like, well, I, you know, maybe you have kids that like. I, I get it. But for the most part, seriously, like, if, if the if 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 you were to tell me your favorite music is, and you just ne- mention three or four of the biggest pop stars out there, I'm I'm telling you, I immediately am gonna think lesser of you. I'm not saying I'm proud of this. I'm not I'm not saying it's okay to be like that. I'm simply trying to throw my bias right out in front of everybody's face and say, I am telling you right now, I will not think very highly of you. Or I think you should just come out. I I would I would look right at him and if I was saying what I was thinking, I would I would really my opinion would be why don't you just say you don't have an opinion on music? You just kind of like stuff that's in the background. If that's the case, there's nothing you know what I'm saying, there's nothing wrong with that. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that um, with that whatsoever. And, and but like I said, I dude, I'm telling you right now this is me being an absolute jerk. But I'm telling you I'm gonna laugh at you if you tell me that. Not because of the style, not because of the, the artist. Like Kelly Clarkson's, I, dude, I you it would be so hard. With Kelly Clarkson, it's hard. because like are you into Chubby or are you into not? You know? Because she, you know, she's like Oprah where she goes from like one extreme to the other like all the time. And it's like, could you imagine like being into her, like being into a woman every other year of their career? That's just weird, you know, but (laughs) I'm a horrible person. Seriously. (laughs) I'm a seriously horrible person. Um, remember back in the day that like, I don't even know if it was ever true, but there was that, there was that story about how there used to be a, um, there was a computer virus. It was called the Oprah virus and it would like shrink. It would like, um, shrink and grow your hard drive space or whatever. It was just funny. Um, Anyway, you get my point, so yeah i I, I but you know what you know what else though because th- this goes into something else you were saying, or we were saying or collectively, because here can I tell you one of the big differences and 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 maybe I sound like an elitist prick, right? Maybe I sound like Jack Black in um in high fidelity, where he just judges everybody because he thinks he's better than everybody else. I think that might sound like what I'm acting like, but I actually don't think that's the case. I'm not saying that I don't think I'm better than people. That's not what I'm saying. If you tell me your interest in music is like the top five biggest pop stars, I don't think I'm judging you because I think I'm better than you. I think it's because you and I, and a lot of our listeners can identify with this, you and I identify with our music. Like you said, it's not a passive thing. So, to me, because I identify so much with music, by someone else saying their opinion of music is whatever's on the radio, I think you identify with having no opinion. When in your case, music is probably quite literally, it's just something with a beat. It's cool. Like, do, do you, I, I guess, the next question I would ask is, do you have to love music? And on top of that, can you love metal? Can you can you listen to metal and not be any more than I just think it's cool to have something loud? Like, does that happen too? Because pe- a lot of there's a lot of people that listen to rap music. They don't. They just like having a beat. There's lots of people that listen to plenty of types of music. They're like, I don't care about the music. I just like stuff I can dance to. There's music out there that it's like I don't care what it sounds like as long as a stripper can take her clothes off to this music, it's fine with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who's like, that? Um, <laughs> like, like, like does, does that exist with metal? Like, are there people out there that are like, I don't know, I just like something that sounds angry, so I have no opinion on it, but when I'm driving in my truck, I just want something angry. I don't know. I, I don't even know where I'm going with all of this more so than just kind of, you know, pinballing around from I don't know, just different ways to think about what we like, our opinion of other
1: people and what they like. Well, you're always going to find people- That's a fascinating subject. You're always going to find people who listen to metal because they want a way to intimidate.
0: Oh, well, of Uh, course. Oh, there's a poser for everything.
1: Well, I'm saying, like you're always going to find people who listen to metal- Those are actual posers, by the way. You're always going to find people listen to metal not because necessarily because they like it, but because they want to be scary and they want to intimidate somebody or they want to and, look. And like by the way, a let me throw this up real quick. When I say someone's a poser, I don't mean because they started liking
0: Metallica last week. That's not a poser. A poser is someone, in my opinion, who is faking liking something for the sole purpose of trying to get something out of it, like exactly pretending you like Slipknot because you're scary. That that is a poser, not. You got, into, you got into Slipknot last week, and you think it's cool. I have no problem with that. I, I, have, an, yeah. I, have, a nice, I have a nice earth shirt that on the back says F posers. You know, just saying. Um, well, no, which I probably that, that's wear, exactly right. You know? Probably shouldn't wear it to Vakin because someone might piss on me. So let's not
1: do that. <laughs> and, and not in a fun kind of way. Anyway, continue. Oh, like, not not in a uh, Friends with Benefits way, <laughs> like no, the no, song with no, Steel Panther no, no. song. You <laughs> get the, $35. We're <laughs> I get. We're even taking golden showers. Seriously, uh, anyways, every I time I out. listen to Friends with Benefits, I'm like, I think Duff wrote this. <laughs> you get $35. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> my, i think the most you part of that song is you get a place to stay because that's so you like, uh, because it doesn't cost anymore. you anything extra like well i got a couch but it's gonna cost you yeah, but only until my
0: <laughs> alarm goes off in the morning
1: uh. are you kidding me no <laughs> you'd be like for an hour
0: Um, oh, geez. Anyway, I, anyway, I cut you off, and probably you probably lost your train of thought. Um, no, but I mean, no, no, you, you know saying it's, like, uh, like some people listen to it because you know they
1: they want people to think something of them. Uh, and trust me, I there are yeah, plenty I, of I, I think I think it's more common with metal that some people want to do want to have a particular persona. Um, you know, maybe they they. Well, dude, we went. Yeah, you know, like we said, went it, to maybe, what, maybe uh, they're kidding and I think I think this is more common with kids than it is with adults. But like you know, when kids are like younger and they're getting picked on, like. Yes, does metal sometimes speak to people and help them get out those emotions? Absolutely. But then I think there's also kids who are like, if I listen to Slipknot, Joey won't pick on me anymore because he'll be scared of me. Like those are the you just don't get me mom kids. And then there are also those kids who listen to Slipknot or listen to whatever music, what it's Cannibal Corpse, Slayer, whatever, because they genuinely like it and because some of the feelings you get through. So there have been many studies or at least one I know of in particular, but there have been many you know, times where people will say, you know, metalheads are some of the like I, I've I've encountered a lot of people who will say, well, metalheads are some of the nicest people I've ever met, and a lot of times people will say, well, that's because when we have a bad day, we go listen to like Deicide, we go listen to Autopsy, and that helps us deal with it. It helps us get that out. Look at- You're not going to get out all of the emotions, like ah, oh, dude. You know, Jimmy made me so mad at work today, and like, you know, oh, I had such an awful day. You're not going to get those emotions out, but listen to ns, 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 ns. at least well, a look, lot like, of people don't. Look at dude, you. You can te- you can testify to this yourself.
0: Look at how many hockey players are nice, cool dudes. After oh yeah. literally beating the living, they will literally get in a fist fight and beat the living crap out of each other, and you come find out they're you know a lot of them are just, are, are nice guys. Why? Because they have a way to get that, <laughs> they can get that out on the ice. You know, it's like it's it, it's different when you have a way when you have a way to channel it. It's 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 completely different. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I didn't listen to metal when I was a kid. From a you know to get aggression, I I don't really I don't do that very often anymore. Um, I I will I will tell you I listen to there are metal bands I listen to for certain moods admittedly Uh, my dying bride and their sad bastard music have gotten me out of some pretty pretty uh pretty crappy times you know when i'm i I always say if you're if you're that depressed listen to my dying bride and realize you've got it well (laughs) you're doing pretty well um you've got it better than the the person that song is about you've got it better than they do trust me Uh, your life is not as bad as a my dying bride album but I don't, oh, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember the last time as an adult, you know, it's someone my age now, like, like literally in the present time. I listened to angry metal because I was angry and wanted to get aggression out. I know I did that as a kid. I don't, I mean, have you, I don't remember the last time I did that like like i was really in a bad mood so i went and put on like i don't know whatever something really angry i don't i don't think i've done that in a while i mean i certainly have done it i'm not judging anybody who does i just i know i have I just don't remember i know i know there's there's been music i've listened to in recent times you know i'm having a good time so i want to listen to something fun you know put sabaton on try not to have a good time listening to sabaton you know, like, like I'm sorry you're going to have fun. You know, Ale Storm, you're going to have fun. You know, we always talk about there, there's bands we listen to in the summer because it's great for grilling. You know, throw a Van Halen on, album on when you're out there, you know, grilling a steak and drinking a beer. You're going to have, you know, it's good for it. I just don't remember the last time I listened to angry music because I was angry. It's just funny because that, that you were saying how, like, you know, metalheads are happy people. And one of the ways is because we have that's a channel to get our aggression out. I just don't remember the last time I did um, and that's not a statement. That's
1: literally, I don't remember the last time I did. I mean, I'm not saying aggression like you hate life, but there are some days when I have a bad day at work or, you know, whatever I'll get, you know, you, you, you listen to a particular type of music to fit your mood. If you have a bad day at work, sure. um, you have bad interaction. I'm not necessarily saying like, oh, I hate life and I hate everything about it. Um, it, it's not that. It's you know more that when you do have those situations in your life, when you need, you know, you all, okay, I'll give you another example. It's not even anger and aggression. You tell me all the time when you're in a you know, sad or depressed mood, you listen to my dying bride. That's what I said, and it helps yep. you get through this. So Absolutely. that's what I mean. So I mean anger and aggression is part of heavy metal. Sure. But, I just meant that that's the only one I'd spent a long time that I remember
0: that being an emotion I've listened to music for. That's all I meant, but
1: continue. But that's what I mean. So, I mean, you know, it, it's not always just anger and aggression. That That's one example, because that, that's the most common one that people associate with metal because it's such a loud, abrasive, aggressive music. People think, oh, you're angry. But my my whole entire point is a lot of the negative emotions that people have to figure out ways to deal with, metalheads get out through their music, whether it's depression, anger, frustration, um, sadness, whatever. Um, Um, That's our our coping mechanism. Something like
0: that. But but,
1: we have that kind of built in. Like every band, almost every band has uh, an angry song, a sad song a happy song like there's a lot Well, Slayer may be the difference between happy song but it depends on what you what you know consider happy Um, you know you can find a metal band that has like you said My Dying Bride you can find a band like Slipknot or like Cannibal Corpse where it's all like you know you can find a band that writes love songs like you can find freaking uh you, you know there, there's just so much like you can listen to Guns N' Roses like you know it's like there's so much, and I yeah, I I understand there's genres and stuff that people don't necessarily get into and things, but you know, it's such a broad genre and it's such a wide open type of music that you know there there's something I don't want to say that I guess I I almost said there's something for everybody, but truthfully there is. Like well, I when you get into the extremes, the fringe, and when I say fringe, I mean fringe to us. Find me a person that doesn't like enter sandman. Find me a person that doesn't like nothing else matters. Um, you know, and there are times when I have played certain metal songs for people and they've been like, This is metal, because they're expecting, God sucks, I hate God, but instead they get something like nothing else matters, or something like um, I'm trying to think of another song. Actually, um, I had someone recently
0: say to me, you know, I never even thought I never realized Metallica was metal. Because you know what I mean, like they because they they think of Metallica as like Enter Sandman, and they don't even realize that they're metal. Because that song doesn't sound like what in their head they think metal's supposed to sound like. Um, I have many times ha- heard people say they didn't realize Metallica was metal, um, which is funny given the name. But if you only knew Metallica from the '90s, you probably wouldn't have thought so either. Um, I, I do, but I do have another question for you, though. By the way, I don't. Again, I keep cutting you off, and I don't mean to. I do have another question for you. Okay, go ahead. Actually, it's a series of questions. I, I, w- I want to play a little game. and want <laughs> like to play a game. <laughs> I want to play a game. It's time to play the game. Um, and I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Um, le- 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 I, here's what I want to do. I, we were just talking about emotions and, and music. I'm gonna mention ones, and you tell me what what would be your band, like easy, right? If I'm depressed, I'm listening to My Dying Bride. If I had to pick one band, I'm depressed. My Dying Bride. If you're depressed, what, what what's your go to? It doesn't have to be metal. But what's your go to? Like you have you could pick one thing put on your iTunes. You're depressed. What are you listening? Band, to? Uh, band, whatever song. Band. Let's pick an artist. Let's not go song. Let's Pick an artist. I'm going My Dying Bride. If I'm if I'm depressed, My Dying Bride easily.
1: Metal specifically?
0: No, no, it's across the board. I don't care what kind of music it is.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I'm just curious. Typo negative, probably. Okay. I mean, now I have a play. You- I have a playlist for when I'm like kind of down in the dumps. Um, what's all? On- I would love to hear what's on it. Uh, let me look at it. I'll, I'll bring it up. Let me find it. Here, I found it. Um, <sighs> Amorphous is better. Unborn. Um, Avenge sevenfold. I won't see you tonight. Fear Factory's Timelessness, there's a lot of Nine Inch Nails, Panteras, both Suicide Notes. By the way, in no way, shape, or form is this a cry for help. Again, sometimes you need to hear this stuff as a coping mechanism more so than a call to action. Typo Negative, like I Don't Want to Be Me, Anesthesia, The Smiths are on here, The Song of Sleep. Husker Du is on here, uh, Swans is on here, uh, you know, they're they're a... The song "Failure" is actually a song that uh, Typo Negative should have covered. Um, it's it, it's a suit by Swans. It is uh, a super super depressing song. Um, I don't know if you'd like it, um, but it, it's literally. Uh, let me let me see if I, I brought up the lyrics. You know, and I've worked hard all my night life. Money slips through my hands. My face in the mirror tells me it's no surprise that I'm pushing the stone up the hill of failure. Like it's it's like this it's literally like the saddest song I've ever heard in my life. And I'll be old and broken down. I'll forget who I who and where I am. I'll be seen out or forgotten, but I'll remember and understand. You can bank your hard earned money on failure. Like I mean, it's like the saddest song ever freaking written. Um, but that's on there. Fade to Black by Metallica, you know, Solitude by Candlemass. Please let me die in solitude. Such you know, a good song. so I mean, it, it, it's there, there's a ton of stuff on there, but I mean, if you if you want to tell me like what is a band, it's probably going to be either Nine Inch Nails or Typo Negative. Those are going to be the, my two go to's when I'm like kind of like in the mood to listening to something like that in that mood. If I if I'm looking for a singular like record or band
0: i mean i i i I say my dying bride it's it's typically my dying bride um it november's doom actually is another i mean I, i get it it's the same genre but uh november's doom the novella reservoir that album is that's a great one um that's a great one for when you're uh when you're in a just horrible mood And you know like you mentioned like yours is not a cry for help i mean me i i jokingly say when you're depressed my dying bride it helps because they paint a worse picture but it's kind of true it's weird for me where like it, it, it it's it, this is funny when you think about it but misery loves company you know like well not 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 the band um it's funny like when I when I'm really depressed and I listen to My Dying Bride I feel like all right cool there's someone else in the room who's also depressed <laughs> we're, we're we're getting through this together um, and then by the time the album's over you're like oh god wow <laughs> they are sad um, I I I'm trying to th- I wonder I wonder what I mean Typo negative is actually really good Um clearly they're very good if you're if you're um if you're having, you know, a really crappy day or really down in the dumps or whatever. It's um I I personally I don't know about you, but I like having those in my back pocket. I don't wanna be. I don't wanna be me. I don't wanna wanna be me anymore. You know, like, like, like listen to the title track to Feel the Misery <laughs> by My Dying Pride, you know? Um, like, I, um, you know, we were talking, uh, again, to go back to what you said earlier about how metalheads are, you know, uh, adjusted or, or whatever. I think one of the reasons... I got through hard times was because I had in my back pocket or whatever you want to call it, I had at my disposal a band like My Dying Bride. I I have that band at my disposal, meaning I know if I am in that bad of a mood, I am that depressed, I am that lonely, whatever, that I know I have that band that I can put it on. And I know I'll get through the night. Like me listening to, you know, um <laughs> pick an album. I hate to keep just like pick an album by them. You know, the map of all our failures. Um, you know, whatever. My uh the their 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 album the The Lies I Sire, a song like My Body a Funeral, like, dude. Or um Oh, dude, A Line of Deathless Kings, my favorite My Dying Broward album. They have a song called I Cannot Be Loved. Um, and I, to me, it's just, it's it's something, I don't know, like I said, it's something I'm glad I have because I know it works. I know it works. It's the same respect I would go the flip side, right? Like... It's almost kind of like, you know, if you need to cry it out, (laughs) if you need to cry it out, you know, um, but on the flip side too, like if I'm in a really good mood, there's metal you can go to as well, but also like what else I like about it too is if I need to get if I need to like get energized metal works great for that too. You know, like if you if you've got a lot going on, you're like, well, I, I use this example all the time. I know you're not a fan of the show, but on The Office, before Dwight would go do like a big sale, he would sit in his car and listen to Kickstart My Heart and like headbang in his car before he would go in. That was his little ritual. He would the way he would energize himself to go make a sale was by listening to Motley Crue. And I I don't know about you, man, but I love. I love that I listen to a style of music that I could do both of those with. I mean, could you? how many styles of music can you say that about? A country, you know, country can be really, 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 really sad and depressing. It can be really sad and depressing. It can be super happy, too. But I like I I know of all the things we talk about metal. I like that there's that many, that many different types of emotions. All in one genre. I mean, I don't mean to pick on like hip hop music, but does hip hop music like if you're really into hardcore rap music like, can you is there a spectrum of emotions that you could?
1: I don't know. I and, and I, I honestly, honestly don't, full, don't know. There maybe.
0: I don't know how my guns, my gums, my car, my rims can translate into a, a whole bunch of emotions. <laughs> maybe it does. Um. But I don't. I, I. I guess you know. Well, and like I said, I, I was going to just ask you other ones, but like that. That. That to me is something that. Um, but it's also something that makes it, that's also a reason why you might go three years without listening to an artist, but then something hits you and you need them. <laughs> Isn't that weird to say like, um uh, like, you know, them in love actually, you know, <laughs> where Liam Neeson's like, we need Kate and we need Leo and we need them now you know what I mean like they have to watch titanic um there are times when i when i feel like i do like i know i need i need my dying bride or i need um you know what like i need to listen to mötley crue because i have to give this presentation or whatever and i got to pump myself up i think that's i don't know i i don't even know where i'm going with this and i know i've just been kind of pinballing all over the place tonight um maybe i had too much caffeine or not enough caffeine i feel like i'm all over the place. <laughs> it's probably because I am. But e- either either way, I, I think it's I, I think it's
1: um, a Look, unique thing. Go ahead. All I gotta say is, nail it, dude. It ain't no candy. Nail it, dude. It ain't no candy. Have you bought anything yet?
0: No, would have been close. <sighs> Did you hear that? He was getting there. <laughs> yeah. Look, son, you wouldn't know what to do with it, even if you had gotten there. Um. By the way, I want to give you an opportunity <laughs> to declare your pick of the week. I don't really have one, but you have a pick of the week, and before you get completely schlitzed, and before I get you off on another subject, <clears throat> why don't you explain your pick of the week? It's at least worth mentioning, because I think it's been on there for a week or two.
1: Okay. Um. So, Yeah this was a uh, uh an artist recommended to us or me or whomever by one of our listeners and I've been with them for about two or three albums now and it's called, uh, the band the name of the album is, uh, the name of the band is Hell Ripper uh, one dude in Scotland McBain I believe is his last name and the album is called warlocks Grim and withered hags and typically Hell Ripper went to a more black and roll style you know similar like that that midnight sound where it's if you were to throw like black metal and motorhead and everything into a blender but with this album they pretty much in my opinion went straight black metal and i've always told you that and i've always told all of our listeners i'm very very picky with my black metal so i'm not one of those guys who's like oh there's there's somebody wearing corpse paint i'll probably like it no i really am very particular but i will say this album is really cool. Like, there's a few black metal bands out there I really like. Mystic Circles, one of them. I like them. Immortal, obviously, one. Of, like, the, I like them. Uh, Abba's stuff, solo stuff. I like that. And I got to say, Hellripper's turn here towards black metal really was awesome. Um, he really kind of, I don't, I you know, look. I'm no black metal authority, so I'm not going to sit here and lecture anybody on black metal. I'm just one of those dudes who's like, I know what I like and I like this. So he he I don't I don't want to say that the style is different. I will say it's a natural progression. Um, so it's not like you're gonna listen to this album and be like, what what the hell I'm listening to a different band? But I think you'll listen to this album and say, I can see where he's going with this. So um, I was a big fan of this album. I just listened to it uh, last week for the first time. I've had it. I, I pre-ordered it, and I've had it for a while now. Um, it's just I have a backlog of a ton of albums I need to listen to, um, and and you know this this I finally got to it, and you know because my biggest problem is this like when you listen to, um, when you listen to an album and you don't feel like listening to it i feel like you're you're setting yourself up for failure and what what do i mean by that i feel like if you're like oh this new album came out i'm not really in the mood to listen to it but it's new so i have to i feel like you're already setting yourself up where you're not going to like it so i prefer to listen to albums when i'm like in the mood for them so finally you know like a week or two ago i listened to this album and i dug it um, so definitely check it out. If you like old school Hell Ripper, you'll like this album. If you've never heard them before, check out this album and definitely go back. look go look at their back catalog. Uh, Hell Ripper, Warlock, Warlocks, Grim, and Withered Hags. It's definitely worth your time. My pick of the week is,
0: hey, I, I just picked Spinal Tap because I wanted to cover Big Bottom and I did. so. You know. None more black. None more black. <laughs> How much blacker can you be? The answer is none. None more well, black. All that matters is uh, we've got armadillos in our trousers, folks. <laughs> dude, the, <laughs> the
1: best s- the best scene in that entire movie to this day is still when he pulls the cucumber out of his pants yeah. wrapped oh, yeah. in tin foil. Because my question is, why tin foil? <laughs> like, and I'm not stupid. I know it's because they needed like an excuse to set off the metal detector. But I'm thinking to myself, dude, if you're gonna stick a cucumber in your pants, why would you wrap it in tin foil? <laughs> like. Of all the things like saran wrap or nothing for that matter, but tinfoil. <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, because I love his reaction when he's finally caught. He just takes to have his pants, waves it around for a second, drops it on the table and walks away. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, it, it's made because of the reaction. The,
0: the yeah. That response is better than um, It's the joke is funny. That's funnier than the joke, though. The the handling it that way when it is is is, is the the absolute best part. Um. <laughs> uh. Anyway, I don't know, man. Um. I don't want to take a break because that that would feel weird. This part in our show taking our break, um. But I I do know we had a list of some other things we might want to bring up before the day is over. Um, I am, it's weird. Like we should probably take a break right now, but it's a weird time. Like, I don't want to take a break this far into the show and take a break and then just come back and be like, well, hi, we're back for 10 minutes and we're going to (laughs) go because that's stupid. Um, um, but I don't know. There was something else I wanted to talk about and now I'm blanking. And I feel like in front of my head is a gigantic blur of I don't remember anything going on right now, and I'm not drunk. I know, believe it or not. Maybe that's my problem tonight. Maybe maybe I need to, um, maybe I need to grab a bottle of whiskey and like drink half of it, and then be almost caught up to how much you've probably drank tonight.
1: <laughs> hey, you'll notice it's not quite black, but it's a little darker, and that's why we call it a black tooth grin. I want to watch vulgar video now I think you should
0: you know that's I gotta tell you speaking of this speaking of that I, I will throw this out the all of this and I do not want to go down the road of talking about this but all of the negativity and all the crap surrounding Pantera blah 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 all of that conversation I think vulgar videos, to me, is one of those things that I think it's just sad that due to all of this hogwash about Pantera this and Pantera that, that people, even more so that people might not listen to Pantera now, but the fact that people would miss out on the joys of the vulgar videos, like I almost feel sorry for anybody who hasn't watched them. Mm-hmm. I, I I cannot think of anything I've ever seen that is more fun than than that. Well, okay, actually, here's something worth worth talking about about on that. When. Now, now there, there are clearly smaller bands. But, like, at what point at what point did excess stop being a part of when we think of metal, right? When did excess stop being a part of it? Like, not counting phil pantera weren't like motley Crue. they weren't you know they weren't doing blow off of a hooker's chest but they were clearly like their videos were them drinking and hard they they were hard drinkers they weren't kind of drinkers metallica were hard drinkers. now now i understand that both of those you know and i know that you know if if we've talked it before, but if Diamond Vinnie were still were still alive, would not be able to drink like they used to. Their bodies literally wouldn't be able to take it. I get it, but am I am I just missing it? Because it, it seems to me that drinking and partying and that excessive lifestyle, it just doesn't seem like it's part of it anymore. I'm not saying the fans don't do it. I'm not saying when you go to a show that people aren't you know sloppy drunk but when I think of like a lot of the bands that we loved I think of watching videos of them you know getting drunk and partying and is that even par- is that a thing anymore or is it do they just kind of smoke weed and <laughs> I don't you know well first is it just of really all hush hush do they just not talk about it
1: first of all it's it's different because there's no home videos anymore because everything's on social media now um what i feel like it is is not that bands don't do it because you know you still hear stories of bands going on tour with one another and having crazy parties and stuff like that what i think it is is twofold first people put these videos on their cell phones um their smartphones whatever and they don't go anywhere you know, meaning somebody won't share if somebody doesn't share it online, it doesn't go anywhere. Whereas, you know, Dimebag and his crew was walking around the camcorder for the explicit purpose of reviewing the footage later and putting it out. That's why they've released two Dimevision volumes because he has so much footage. I think now, in terms of social media, bands' official pages. Like, if, I, I think the question you want to ask maybe is if Pantera was around today would their social media be vulgar videos you know what i mean would they not put out a home video instead would they just have an instagram feed with all of that stuff on it because you know i i yeah, think I, know. I think that's what i think that's what it is and and I, dude bands still drink like fishes like the bands still go out oh, there and they, they party and they party and they party I just think that, you know, social media also opens them up to liability. Like, so what what do I mean by that? Dime releases a video of him doing something six months, a year ago. It's a lot different than him doing it now. Well, you know what I mean? I I obviously Dime's not doing anything now, but, you know, if, if somebody releases a video and it's like, hey, I recorded this a year ago and I did it, it's a lot different than here is something I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? Um, it opens them up to a lot, and, and I think there's liability now that that, that there wasn't back then. Um, you know, like in terms of getting sued, and and I, you know, L- like, I don't like, know. Would,
0: would Pantera have live streamed those those all the, all that stuff that they released on their videos? Would they have done that if they were live streaming? I don't think they would have. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. See, I don't know. That's it's hard to say. It's hard to say because that
1: was expected of bands back in those days. I think the stuff with Dime, like, you know, when he was like, you know, here I am in California, here I am in, you know, Lost as Usual, like that kind of stuff, that would have, I think, gotten streamed. I think that some of the other stuff, you know, maybe them screwing with the roadies, like when they put the speakers on the guy's head and, you know, like the log toucher part and the Winstein gets hooked up, you know, maybe that but I think some of like them like breaking things in a hotel and you know that sort of stuff. I don't think, and not only that, but some of that spur of the moment. You know what I mean? Like some of it's only because there is a camera running at all times. I think nowadays people aren't like, dude, I'm gonna chug this bottle of Jack Daniels, and somebody's like, hold on, let me get out my phone. Maybe that happens, but a lot of the stuff that was captured on vulgar videos wasn't things that were set up. Now, there were things, obviously, that were set up, like the, you know, I'm endorsed by Marshall, and the Body Buzz Act, you know, and and the, like, you know, oh, oh my God, it's Phil's arm, you know, like, that kind of stuff. Obviously, that was all set up, but I think a lot of the stuff that they captured in those home videos was because there was just a camera running all the time, not because someone purposefully said, wait, we need to film this. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I just, I also wonder... I also wonder if it just kind of fell out of fashion too. Yeah, I like, Well, what what I mean by
1: that is do a lot of the bands we, we like to are older. It, they can't do it. No, no, no. No, 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 no,
0: no, That's not what I mean. I'm saying like the, the younger bands. The you know, the bands that are in their 20s. You
1: know, you know? they're
0: they're tw- and like like is it just are kids not like, I don't
1: know, <laughs>
0: maybe kids this is today, good, right? Damn kids
1: maybe, and their damn video maybe these machines. Damn,
0: like,
1: like, I'm sorry, but when we were a
0: kid, we looked up to bands that could party like that. We looked up to Pantera. We looked up to Metallica for being alcoholics. I mean, in a way, it's kind of horrible, right? Like, like we looked up to them but like, dude, we like, dude, Metallica, look how much they can drink. They're so cool. Isn't that funny? Like when you think of Pantera, like that, that you think, oh, my God, those were. Nowadays, they'd be like, okay, guys, we, someone probably needs to talk to that guy. Um, he's killing himself every day. His liver is going to explode. He's not going to live to see 25 if he keeps drinking like that. But back then, I'm like, dude, oh, my God, did you see how much dime can drink? Like, Could you imagine right now a band putting out a video of, like, you know, just a, a, a series of footage of them just.
1: Chugging bottles of liquor Well there's that, there's that one I I think I posted it A long time ago and it was like It was I, I think I posted like the most Accurate picture of Rex and Duff That are not of Rex and Duff And it's Zach Wild passed out on the couch And Dimebag standing behind him holding a half Gallon of whiskey <laughs> Like I was like this is the most accurate Picture of Rex and Duff That is not a picture of Rex and Duff <laughs> Because that was you and I and I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying, no, you know, no, you, you didn't drink as much as I did. Like, you you no, drank no. to have a good time. I drank to, like, get destroyed. You know yeah, what I mean? I drank, like, to, I drank to have fun. You drank to get drunk. Yeah, Aww, so, let, so that would often bad. be the case. Like, you'd be passed out, and I'd be like, woo, let's go, you know? So, like, I, I always laugh at that, but... Uh, you know, and another thing, too, is like, you know, Zach Wild, for instance, he, you know, Black Label Society, his whole band used to be built around booze. He can't drink anymore. Medically, he can't drink anymore. Well, right.
0: Right. I, I mean, so, like I said, I, I get it with the bands that are older. I more just meant like with the bands that are currently now. Like, you know, what is, well, th- is it just is that what it, do if you're do teenagers now, you know, like I said, when we were 16 or whatever, like, like, dude. We want to drink like our heroes do. <laughs> well, you've got well, a black tooth. You've got a black tooth grin tattoo. Yes, I get it. It's a dime bag thing. But back in the day, we we're like, oh man, we got to be able to drink like them. Like, do 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 younger metalheads still do that? Like, you know, they 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 they. I don't know. They try to I mean, find out if they're you know like. Do I'm their not a younger metalhead. Just advertise how much
1: they party. Well, and you're like, oh man, we got to be able to party you know, with
0: those guys. How cool! You know, is I think th-
1: I think it also there, there's a couple things at play here too. And I think, I think it's deeper than what you're talking about, and that is music stagnant. Um, I did not hear you. It kind of cut off. Oh, sorry. I was going to say music is stagnant. Look at the bands we look up to, like Pantera. I, I'm going to include this band. I know that you're not a huge fan of them, but they were huge when we were younger. Slipknot. Metallica. Slayer like a lot of these bands are still bands that are the biggest in their field. And and even Pantera now. They've replaced two of the members or they claim they haven't replaced them, well, but they've replaced two of the members. But Pantera is one of the biggest tickets going right now.
0: Well look look at look at well live concerts for a long it's the legacy tours are the are the big ones. With the exception of, like, a Taylor Swift, who's been around for a long time, mind you, all of the rock bands, rock in general, bands across the board, none of them
1: are young bands. But that's what I mean. And so I don't know if it's a matter of young bands aren't doing this as much as the old bands that were known for it aren't doing it. Because Phil, at this point, I don't think he could do, you know, Phil, obviously, Zach can't drink. Charlie, was never. I don't drinker. think, he has any interest in it. I don't know if he drinks at all. I know he drinks coffee, but I mean, like,
0: the guys, well, in, I mean, uh,
1: Scott and Charlie were never big drinkers. Well, Scott was in the 90s when he was hanging out with Dime. And, you know, according sure. to his books, and that's what's funny, the, the great thing, and if you haven't read Scott Ian's books, I recommend them because the great thing about Scott Ian's books are. He much like Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, well, more so Paul Stanley than Gene Simmons cuz Gene Simmons invents his own reality. Um is they remember everything because they didn't drink. Scott was sober all through the 80s. He didn't start drinking until Dimebag came into the picture and Dimebag like got him to. So he all of his stories like from the 80s back when he was hanging out with Metallica and Megadeth and and Slayer and right you know especially metallica and megadeth were always drunker right. on who knows what he remembers all the stories because he was always the stone sober one well you know it actually though and i've i've mentioned this
0: multiple times but it's the same reason why i always talk about how we are twisted f and sister is such a great documentary but it's because d Snyder and jj french have never drank in their entire lives or done any drugs mm-hmm. they're complete teetotalers Mm -hmm. So their recollection of the 70s and 80s is a little bit different than most bands in the 70s and 80s who partied the whole way through.
1: You know, you know, it also could be the fact that these younger bands have looked and they've said, like, look at what happens to these bands when they live this lifestyle. Like Pantera broke up, you know, Metallica. They quit and it's the and they quit because it was the only way they could maintain being a band. Same thing with Megadeth. Mega like Dave Mustaine's like I can't do this to myself anymore. Like I think in a lot of these younger bands like you 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 were saying and, and you were half joking where it was like oh we used to look up to these bands and we used to want to drunk, like them. But-, but then you look at back what happened to these bands and a lot of these bands either are incapable or unwilling to do that now because they're like holy crap look what it did to us. You know what I mean? Like e- either from a physical standpoint or or a uh business standpoint you know you can't be and i i I forget you know there's tons of movies out there but it's always in the movies like you can't be successful and be smashed out of your mind 24 7 like they can stand you up on stage and put a guitar in your hands but you know how long can you do that before you just fall over on stage and just you know you're not able to perform and labels and and I think this is another thing too the business has changed too and and I might be mistaken on this obviously I'm not in an active band so I don't know what labels are offering or doing right now but you know labels are looking for singles they're looking for hit songs they're not signing people like four or five album deals like expecting f- to sell five albums you know they're they're looking at singles they're looking at what can we get out there they're looking at safe things So, a lot of these bands, you trash a hotel room, you know, you're you you trash a hotel room and cause $25,000 worth of damage. That's a lot of money. Like, and I think it also goes back to what, you know, and and to, to piggyback on that, I think it goes back to the fact of are there any rock stars anymore? Meaning the last band that is metal and 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 i don't want to get into the splitting hairs of oh this is metal and that's not metal but the last band that i can think of that really blew up in a major way is slipknot the metal band yeah obviously you know there's other bands but slipknot is is in my opinion one of the last bands that is like filling arenas and stadiums. You know, that they that they could do that. You could say ghost. Okay, ghost maybe, but then people are gonna tell you, well, ghost isn't metal. Yeah, but ghost isn't as big as they're not as big as Slipknot. Not on tour. Not they're not, not now, big, they're, but they're, they're they could
0: eventually be. But no, you know, and actually what's interesting about Slipknot is similarly to corn, it they were both very big when they started out. faded for a little bit but are bigger now than they were ever. Slipknot is bigger now than they ever were. They they might have been more I don't know uh fashionable and the topic of the conversation in the late 90s but they're bigger now than they ever were. I mean come on they, they they the 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 machine that is Slipknot is, it's corn too.
1: I mean, right, Corn. I mean, but
0: it's crazy say, but, how big those bands are.
1: Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, and you know, I mean, I can't think of a band that's come out since them that isn't like mainstream. And when I say mainstream, I'm talking like Top 40 Radio. And maybe I'm having a brain fart here, and I'm sure I'll get corrected when the show hits and the people are like, "What about this band? What about that band? What about that band?" But I'm having trouble thinking of a band that's not a, and I and I use this quote, quote unquote, radio band that is, you know, so so I think it, I think that that's what it comes down to too. Is a lot of these bands are smaller. Like I remember that one death metal documentary, and I cannot remember the name of it. I think it was – and I can't remember who – the guys from one of the bands, I'm Having a Brain Hiccup. It wasn't the guys from Dismember. Either way, they said flat out, you don't get into death metal to make money. You do it because you want to do it. You do it because there's a passion. And I think right now in metal, we're at that point where metal's back underground. Yes, there are your Slipknot's. Yes, there are your Metallica's. Yes, there are your Slayer's but they're all legacy bands. They're all bands that have been around for well, over 20 it, years. I mean, is it pretty much just because it
0: is so difficult to make money as a band that if you don't already have like if you're a band like Slipknot, you have a you have enough established you have enough of a bank behind you where i don't understand how in the last 10 years if you came out in the last 10 years what what chance did you have of el- of ever building it up to that point considering the fact that you weren't you wouldn't have made any money ever like how do you skyrocket to that level when the chances of you making enough money to have a van and go on tour are really slim. And these guys in the Slipknot are in their 50s. At least like, at least in the 90s, at least when Slipknot, when you said Slipknot was in, at least at the end of the 90s when Slipknot came out, at least the music industry was still in a way where bands were able to support themselves in the late 90s. You know, because remember, we used to talk about this, like a, a a lower to mid-tier band could support themselves in the 90s. Yeah. At least go on tour and live okay. Maybe, yeah, maybe when they get home, they have to go back and work at the shop, but they could support themselves in the 90s. Bands could have had a tour bus in the 90s that now, you know, would be the entire band and the road crew in a Volkswagen because they can't tour. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you
1: can't and, ever make money, and COVID made that even worse. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. Like gas right now. Bands are talking about how they're losing their asses touring. Like, you know, Everybody I don't is. know if we're, I don't know if we are in a place right now where soon bands are going to say, I can't afford to tour. You know, bands like Slipknot, Korn, Metallica, Again, those bands will always be able to afford the tour. Bands Because, because like, they, have, they have it established. That's my right. point is like, you can't, you can't, you can't establish it to that level if you can't go on tour. But like I'll give you an example revocation actually just posted a couple days ago the transmission in their their van blew, So they had to miss a show like they had to cancel their appearance at the show like And and not only that but a transmission repair is devastating to a band like that They're not getting paid million dollars for this tour They're probably living hand-to-mouth meaning whatever money they make off this tour is paying for gas and food, so a transmission repair that's going to cost like two, three thousand dollars is not something where they're going to be like, oh no biggie, we'll just you know write it off. So bands like and they're on a bigger tour because Morbid Angel, and when I say bigger, I don't mean bigger like stadium. I mean bigger like Morbid Angel. Um, and they're a support band. Like crypta lost their RV in the tornado that happened today, so. Are they going to be able to continue touring? Like, I'm going to see them in a week and a half. Are they going to be there? I mean, I, I joked around with you. Like, literally, I will drive to Illinois and say, throw your, throw your crap in the back of my van and we're, we're gone because <laughs> I want to see the band that bad. Hey, um, hey, look, there's always only fans. I'm just saying. Well, I'm. <laughs> well, no, I, I no, mean, actually. I mean, I The thing is, the fans reach out and they're like, how can we help you get back on the road? I know. Like, and, yeah. and by the way, by the way, I did say OnlyFans is a joke.
0: However, I jokingly said the fact that, no, we, Sonya Anubis proving this, th- that is a thing. Yes, yeah. I mean, could you imagine 30 years ago, like, a band being like, oh, yeah, well, okay, look, and I know Sonya, to my knowledge, never did anything nude, that's not my point. But back in the, when Slipknot started out, you wouldn't have to be like, you know what, um, we better have a band member who can shake her ass online. I was going to say, I don't think anybody's paying to see Corey Taylor's ass. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, you know, uh, Peter Steele did Playgirl and he used the money, put it right back in the band. But on the other hand, like. And he regretted it every day since. Well, no, no, no. I know that. I know that. But he also misunderstood. But that's besides the point. I just mean like, yeah, man, it's it's got to be hard when I'm flat there's no the opportunity Justin to make cute, money. But, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not that there's not. See, here's the problem. It's not that there's not an audience. There is. There's an audience for these bands to tour. They can't remain solvent. You just can't. They 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 can't make money. You yeah. can't. And and I mean it's it's you 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 just you can't while I know it's not quote unquote all about money, right? But there's two problems. You have the first problem of it's so hard for a band to support themselves to do a tour. Then let's go to the next level, right? Slipknot, when they came out in 99, you even said like these bands are older, right? Because in those days, if you were able to make enough money to get by, that's one thing, but if you were able to make enough money To where you could say, not only was I able to eat a sandwich on tour, but I can take a week off when I get home because I made some money. You can also start looking at it long term. There's a big difference, man, when you're like, I don't like when you look at your band as saying, I hope we can make enough money so that we can actually eat a sandwich and go on this tour. When that's your conversation, thinking about, are we going How long are you gonna be able to do this? Like, how long can you do that? Literally, how long could you make something your career? It, something's gonna have to give. Something's gonna have to give. You you can't eat baloney on hand sandwiches forever. Yeah, Metallica did. It. We, you hear those stories all the time? Like, well, Metallica was poor. Yeah, for how long? You're going to tell me that Metallica would have kept doing it 30 years later? Doubt it. You know, I mean, like, there there has to be a point where you have to... Dude, when you're 20, it's one thing. But, you know, it, it, it doesn't take that long before you realize I can't be living in an art, not even, living in a literally a minivan eating Cheetos and sandwiches for the rest of my life. You can't do that. It has to be a we can go on tour, but it's a two weeks, we can tour for two weeks. That's what I'm saying. If you can't sustain if you can't make a living out of it, it just it limits it. So that, that's the problem. And it, it it's 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 stagnant because how does a band I do not know how a mid tier band could even I I would I would be curious as to how they even remain not it, 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 who don't take a loss, like how bands end a tour without taking a loss is again not talking Slipknot.
1: I'm I talking mean, your lower to mid tier metal it. bands.
0: Like how do they not it. make a what's that? We lived it. Yeah, yeah, but that was the difference. It wasn't our job. It wasn't our career and we weren't gonna do it forever. And that because again though, we never could have made that big leap to be the slipknots of today. To get I I just mean there there has to be a way to get there. And you'll never get there if the music industry is in a state where it's 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 hard for most bands to even make it through a small tour. Again. Look at Krypta, right? They lost their RV. Here's my point. is not a local band, okay? They're not huge. They're not more of an angel. But they're well-known enough. They're a big enough band. Krypta, 35 years... Krypta, 30 years ago... In the, the Take the level of success that Crypta has had and is well-known as they They played Vakken 30 years ago... They could have looked at that as a legitimate career, a hell of a lot easier than they could have now. Not to say that the RV breaking down wouldn't have been an issue. I mean, you know, you Pantera's van on their first, you know, for Cowboys, you know, with the Maypop tires, like we we know all about that. But that's all I'm saying, man. It, it, it's got to be, it's just got to be hard, man. And, I, and my, my hat is off to. Well, you know, we talked about excess though you know, earlier we were talking about excess, maybe that's part of it too. Maybe it's because when, when we were younger, when we went and saw a band, even at a smaller club, you were expecting that band to be able to afford to buy a case of beer. Now, now bands that you see at small clubs, you're probably thinking to yourself like, this band is literally living off of the free sandwiches they got at the club. And I'm not being a jerk. I'm I'm serious. No, I know. Yeah, Like, yeah, they're they living are. off of $15 a day.
1: Or whatever. One of my favorite quotes about Anthrax was... Uh, and I'm going to... I don't know if I'm crossing the line here, but I don't really care. It was when Scott Ian was talking. It was on a Behind the Music special. Or, or, like, one of those I Love the 80s, something like that. Where he was saying... He goes... Dude, when we go to strip clubs, we were an. Oh no, that, that was on, that was on that that series, where
0: where that that um that series where Scotty and Ted Nugent, Jason Bonham, and Evan Seinfeld and Sebastian Bach was on there because he went to a strip club with with uh, with uh, with Evan, and Evan who was married to, who who was married to a porn star, right? That's what that's how did he you was not saying, know that? No, I know I I know who she, I know who she is, but she, she's a horribly uh, you know. I, talk about porn stars I'd ever cared about. She was one of them. But anyway, no, that's where that was from. But anyway, continue.
1: Well, I always loved I always loved the line where he was like, "Dude, I swear he did this in a different sh- different show cuz I didn't watch the show you're talking about. I didn't watch it. Well, Supergroup was the name of the show. Um, I I heard about it, but I didn't watch it. But I always loved the quote. He was like, "Dude, we were an anthrax. When we go to strip clubs. We wouldn't leave with anything but an empty wallet and boners." <laughs> Like he yeah. goes, we weren't like Motley Crue, like going home with strippers. He goes, we didn't leave with anything but empty wallets and boners. <laughs> I always love that well, quote, but it's
0: true. Yeah, I mean Anthrax weren't, and look, I dude, I know, like, I know, Anthrax fell in hard times, but they they did get legitimately screwed for a while in the '90s. Dude, I, I know that Anthrax weren't, you know, live. <laughs> Living in Beverly
1: Hills and porking Heather Locklear. I always just love that. We didn't leave strip clubs with anything except for empty wallets and boners. <laughs> That's
0: probably because they were stupid and wore jeans. You never wear jeans, you know? Sweatpants, right, dude? You gotta wear sweatpants. <laughs> and work at a music store. And play bass. Well, I really, really love Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> you give me one good reason to not like the music of Ronnie James Dio. Um, but like I said, like I said, look look at anthrax for example, dude, I know they were not, they were not living the high life in the eighties, but you had to assume they were not that poor and maybe, maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe it just was masked better, but I also think going back to my earlier question about like the excess, I think it's cause like the bands are just
1: lean now. I think I I mean that's that's what I'm saying like bands and not only that but bands are spending their time promoting themselves come see our show like if you look at all of Crypto's posts all of Revocations posts it's all about like just played this venue come see our tour come play come see well right because they, they have to do it themselves right it's not about like dude watch me pour this bottle of Jack Daniels down my throat. Because, you know, and I know a lot of metal heads and stuff would be like, oh, that's, you know, whatever. But I think it's also that is they're like they don't have time. Like th- these bands aren't staying in hotels. These bands are uh, I remember like Fernanda from Crypta literally just posted a, like a video of her doing like yoga poses. And she literally said treated ourselves to a hotel. A lot of these bands, a hotel is like luxury. Like, literally staying at a Motel 6 is luxury. Not sleeping oh, yeah. in your yeah. van. I mean, you, sleep, you and, sleep on your... And like I said, most of them don't have a bus, but they sleep on whatever they have. Right. They sleep in, like, an RV or something. And that's a thing. Like, it's not... Like, you can't have those moments where you're, hey, we're backstage partying, because in some of these venues these bands are playing, there is no backstage. And there is no party. Right. They're there like, is, we got to I mean, get our stuff get packed wrong, up know, to get to the next town. There's no one driving. I they have us. food on their rider,
0: and they might get a buyout. But on the other hand, like, it's still, man, you know. And we we've looked into. I remember there was that one video, and we posted it a long time ago about the economics of a band on tour, and it's like, wow, wow. But I, like I said, that's the point. Like, it it would be. It's just difficult when it's like the bands can't make any money. It, it's very hard to be in it for the long term. Again, you can live off of peanut butter sandwiches when you're young. But there comes a point in your life where, I mean, let's be fair. These bands that are 50 years old, right? Your Slipknot's now. Would they still be doing it if the first 20 years of their career were like now? Maybe. Maybe. Some of them would. Some of them, you know, were poor for a long time, but I guess my question, like, like, when does it when does it give? And you say, well, there's plenty of bands that don't make a lot of money that tour. It's like, well, yeah, but how much is that really their full time job? Probably not. It's probably not because it can't be their full time job because you have when you have to work year round. See, I, I, I guess that would be the, the, where I would draw the line. Like, 30 years ago, you worked year-round to support yourself, and then when you were on tour, you did your thing. Now, you have to work year-round so you can pace, so you can afford to be able to tour, which is two different things. Like, one is you're touring, you're making money, and then when you're home, you know, you, know, you know, you work to do that. But now it's like you have to save up money from your full-time job because you know you're going to lose money on tour. Like if you don't have if you don't have money saved up from your year, there's no way you could go on tour cuz you wouldn't eat. You know, stretching $7 is or whatever. Um, I will tell you man, I wonder you know, when I when I was a kid it was always like, "Oh man, how cool touring would be and maybe it's just cuz I'm older but and maybe it's cuz I'm older and maybe it's because of well, it's a lot because of social media and it's a lot more obvious about this. But man, if I was eighteen years old right now, like well, th- th- it's just a different
1: picture, is what I'm no, saying. No, well, I disagree, and the reason I say I disagree was my age now. Would I want to go on tour? No, no, I, I mean, get that. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you, if, and I'll, I'm going to be honest here because this is the only way you'd be comfortable. If Demi Lovato called me tomorrow and said, "Hey, need to quit." I need a guitar player, I'd be like, sure, no problem. Why? Because I know I'd be staying in hotels. I know I'd be fed. I know that I'd probably have a paycheck waiting for me for not $35 when I got off the bus at the end of the tour. If Cannibal Corpse or bucket list dreams aside, I'm not talking about, well, why wouldn't you want to like take that chance and live your dream? I'm talking about like a person who has responsibilities, who has a mortgage to pay, who has bills to pay. If whatever band, Metal Church, Autopsy, whomever was like, we need a guitar player. And I really took a hard look and said, you know, can I afford to take like six months off from my job? Maybe even lose my job at that point and not get paid just not and not only like i said not not make any not ma- or make very little money but just not get paid um you you have to look at a hard you have to take a hard look and say no like as much as it would be so cool to go on tour and be on stage and have everybody looking up to you and have you know that oh I, you know i toured with morbid angel i was their guitar player at the same time you know if you have responsibilities you can't do it. And that's well, why that- a lot of these bands, like, they they either stop touring, they break up, guys leave. Because there's a lot of times when you, you'll read, X person left this band. And you're thinking to yourself, like, why would they leave that band? And a lot of times, that's the reason. They're like, dude, I can't afford to tour for two years and make 50 bucks. Well I I think like that's again though going back to the whole where
0: what I was kind of getting at earlier is like now if you're 8 I'm not look dude you can put up with a lot when you're 18 you don't have that many responsibilities I get it that's not my point. The point is though the outlook is bleak now. Like I it would be if you're yeah, 18, bands are losing
1: money touring.
0: Right well that's my point like like it used to be I want to go on tour because it sounds fun. Now, if you're 18, it's like, I want to go on tour, but holy crap, that does not look like it's not only our bands not making any money, but it's also not exactly
1: hidden either. It's not a big secret that bands aren't making any money right well, now. But when we were 18, we used to go on mini tours of like the tri-state area. We, we knew we were been- losing money. We were paying to drive there. Right. We were paying is, to stay there. We weren't exactly paid why to we be couldn't there. have
0: been a full-time job. Right, because it but, couldn't well, be a full time job. We never could have taken it
1: to the next and, level. And you know what? And I'll bring and I'm going to bring this back to something we talked about a while ago. That's what Gene Simmons says when he says rock is dead. Oh, yeah, I know. So, so a lot of people. It's also, jumped why he all said all over,
0: it's, it's also why he said he hates the term starving artist because if you're not
1: making any money, then you might just have to get a job. Well, but you know? but but what he said by rock is dead is not there is no rock music there is no that's not what he meant and a lot of people jumped all over him saying what What are you talking about there's so many great albums that came out this year his point was how many of those bands are making money strictly off of those albums because if you can't say i am making a living off of my art how much time do you have to dedicate to art are there any a, rocks? Especially in any long-term in long term fashion. Right. So, like, you can say Metallica can go out and spend the money to write an album or spend the time and money to write an album and polish it up and be rock stars and everything. You know, all these death metal bands, like, I remember reading Johan Hegg, when Imani Marth was starting out, used to deliver bread. He would literally get off a tour, go back to Sweden, and then drive a bread truck and to make deliveries. Well...
0: And, and, you know, like I and, said, and I'm not
1: criticizing him for that. No,
0: like, no, but that, please, that's the difference, uh,
1: yeah, too. I, I want to I, you know, make one point before you start yours, and I want to say, I'm not crapping on people for having day jobs. That's not what I'm saying. Not. So I, I want to make sure I'm that people understand. understand. Is weak. I'm saying that, you know, you have to have a job that will let you say, hey, I'm taking six months off to tour the world and be okay with you coming back. Or you have to have a job that's disposable enough to say, I'm going to quit this job because I know I'll get a different job that's in the same vein when I come back. Myself, personally, and a lot of people, I have a career. If I was to say to my job, I need to go away for six months, they would be like, are you nuts? Well, you know, they wouldn't be like, sure, sure. Just go ahead and come back when you need
0: to. I guess I guess I I will wrap it up on my end from saying this. You know, there's stories about all those bands in the 80s. You know, Metallica, great example. They had no money. You know, a lot of those LA bands, like they were all completely poor. They had nothing. Well, you got to pay your dues, right? Here's the difference, though. You were paying your dues because there was a potential of a pay- of a of a payoff.
1: It was like playing the lottery at the end of the day, right?
0: Right, but but but, and a lot of bands didn't. A lot of bands made it a few years and died off. I get it. But there's two differences. A lot of bands gambled. And lot, it didn't pay off and fine. Lots of bands, they did it for a few years. It didn't work. Fine. They went and they, they have, they have, they're they fine. They have lives. But here's the difference. Number one, the, the, there were a band like Metallica had a reason to work that hard because there were bands that made it huge. So number one, The gamble, at least, there is a big... Hey, maybe we might not all get there. But some of us are going to make it that big. Now, I can't imagine saying that to myself. And number two... Sure. There's a group at the bottom that died off pretty quickly. The difference is, the group at the very top were able to make something. Again, when was the last time a band made it to the top like like that and number 2 all the bands in the middle they could have a career out of it it didn't have to be metallica all of the rest of those bands now it's like oh i'm going to i'm going to drop out of high school i'm going to drop out of college i'm going to get my band side to live my dream and my dream is well American cheese and white bread in a van because it's never going to get better than that. That's all I'm saying. There was at least a light at the end of the tunnel. And so, you know what I mean? Like, at least then there was a chance that you could be huge. And if not, you could at least look into this as a career. I don't know. It's just it, you can't look at it as a career anymore. You're right. It's a passion. But that, that that's that all of this. This goes back to answer the, you know, that's why, you know, a band. I, I'm, look, I'm not saying another band. I, I'm not saying there'll never be another band to get huge. The, there, there has to be. The problem is, like I said, the economics of making it even, like, what you would consider a lower tier band back in those days, any band making it, making it to that level right now is it has got to be slim. It's got to be slim. Because again, there's just no money in it. it's just no money in it that's it, it it's how long can you bankroll you know how long can you bankroll your own business? How long can you keep the doors open? I mean, think of it as like you own you own a store, you own a records shop because you love records, but you have to have a full-time job just because. You you have to have a full-time job to pay to have your store. At what point do you not keep your store open? I mean, it's just, man, it, uh, I, I didn't mean to get all depressed. Maybe I need to listen to My Dying Pride tonight or something. Sad um, bastard music. Yeah, sad bastard. You know, the, a map of all our failures. Um, I don't know, man. Hey, I we, we've we been at this for, I know, a little while ago. I was like, I, I, we wanted to talk about something. What was it? Um, we are definitely, at, certainly at time now. Um, and I, I, I hope tonight's wasn't, I felt it was kind of disjointed and, pinballing around but on the other hand I, I think it all th- th- these topics all kind of tie together in some weird kind of way um kind of a, maybe a random you know more philosophical we've had some of those more philosophical um uh conversations on the show lately and I, that's fine with me because I think I think it's it's all stuff to think about it's it's I guess I guess I would say you know you said
1: music is stagnant well, I hope some, and, and, I hope and by music changes. is stagnant, I don't mean that there's nothing I know good coming out. No, no I know. Well, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I mean music is stagnant, meaning like you're, you're it's hard to innovate when there's nothing in it for anybody. Well, and I, I understand, like the whole thing is oh, music is passion and everything else. Well, yeah, but, but it's, it's you know, just like you and I are great examples. And again, I don't want to toot our own horns or anything, but. If you told me you don't have to work anymore, I could probably release an album by the end of the month. Sure. I got to work. Well,
0: you know, I I you know like I said though, it there used to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Now there's not a light and you can't even get to the tunnel. Yeah, it, it it's just and and I and I hope that changes. I hope that cha- and and again, you know, hearing this story about 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 uh crypta as an example. It's like I am legitimately, obviously concerned, we're a fan of theirs, legitimately concerned about their well-being, you know,
1: I will drive to Illinois, I have off this entire week, I'll drive to Illinois and pick them up if they need a ride to NYC. I I am
0: legitimately concerned about their well-being as people. Also, it's crazy to me to think that part of me thought, oh my god, not only... You know, like, are they going to have to cancel this tour? But, man, if they cancel this tour, can they ever tour again? Yeah. Like, I, literally, I thought that. And I, and I hope that's not true. I, I, I hope, you know, Crypto's bounces back next week and they're they're good to go. But um, Me too. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm legitimately – now that I know they're okay, they're not harmed as people, I, you know, I, I'm concerned. Now, I again – Crypto's probably fine. They're on a good tour with other good bands. You know, I highly doubt Mormon Angel is gonna be like, well, eh, sleep in the mud. Sucks to be you. Um, I have a feeling the bands will all try to figure something out to get through the next
1: week, but um they they can come up and hang out with me. And, and I and I'm not saying that in a perverted way. Well, like, you you are, are, but you're also not. No. No, um, I mean I'm not saying that in a, hey, hey, they can come stay at my place. I legit mean like, you know. If there was ever a band like his look, I, I respect them. They're one of my favorite bands. Oh, an you know, I, I don't know them, but like, you know, I, I really do feel like the metal community because there's already people posting on their social media. Like, let us know how we can help you. Like, let us know how we can get you back out on the road. um, You know, the metal community is not one to abandon their artists, especially independent artists. um. You know, that, that's one thing I definitely respect. And that's one thing you, you, you don't you only see in like indie or, you know, I know indie is a genre of music. But I mean, like you only see in small communities like metal, you know, I, I, I feel like we and, and we genuinely mean it. You know what I mean? Like we genuinely mean like, hey, put up a GoFundMe. I'll float you 25 bucks to make sure you can make your next tour date because I know that this is how you're going to buy your food. You know, you're not saying I need to get back on the road so you can buy, you can go buy a gold plated Ferrari. You're saying I need to get back on the road because that's how I'm going to get home at the end of the day. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's um. And by the way, I hate GoFundMe, but I agree with you. Well, like this, whatever. Is the, no, 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 no. I don't know what PayPal, Venmo. Whatever. I typically hate that kind of stuff, but in this case, but you know what's funny though? I am willing to bet you. Here's last thing I'll say, I'm going to agree with you about metal bands like this that the fans would jump out and say, "Hey, if you make it, go fund me, we'll give it to you, dude, corpse grinder literally put out
1: something where he's like, "I want to make an album, and tons of people donate right, but here's the difference: those artists are also probably also
0: going to say um." They, I'm willing to bet you that they would feel obligated to do something for the fans, meaning
1: sign my vinyl.
0: That's all you I. You know what I'm saying? Something like, they, in other words, they're not just going to stand there asking for a handout. They're gonna, dude. When I show up, they're going to do when something.
1: I, when I show up to, you know, when I show up to to the venue on in New York City sign I, I will buy something because i have every intention of getting revocation and crypto tour t-shirts like i'm walking in the door and i'm saying where's the merch booth i'm buying these now um because you know fat guy sizes tend to sell out so that's a funny thing like i always say to myself "Oh, i'll get it later because i don't want to carry it around whatever but then i always realize shoot and i caught myself there shoot fat guy sizes always sell out first you, because if you go to the con, if you go to the merch booth at the end of the show I'd like a double XL please ah geez we just sold our last one so I I always buy them you no, know, I stuff them in my giant cargo pockets well, but plus
0: you never you never know like sometimes those opening bands work their own merch tables too
1: right and they'll close up earlier you know they got to pack up their stuff so I'm going straight to the merch table as soon as I walk in buying a revocation tour shirt buying a crypto tour shirt um but that's what I mean like But if they were to say, like, you know, anybody who donates to us will sign your whatever, I would be like, sure. I don't even care if they come out and do it. Like, tell me to come pick it up in an hour and they signed it. Like, to me, like, that's all that, you know, write your name on this and give me a little piece of history or, you know, a little piece of sentimental value or whatever. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, that's the type of thing bands can do. You know, we'll... You buy something from our merch table or, you know, we'll even sign like a promotional postcard or something, you know, like that'd be cool. Like that's the kind of stuff bands could say to get us back on the road and people would do. Um, I don't know. But who knows what's going to happen either way. I really hope that this unfortunate incident and look. I'm not putting my seeing a band above what happened to people. Not saying that at all. I am simply saying I really hope I get to see this band. Obviously, there's bigger problems. Somebody lost their life. Somebody got injured. Cryptas, they they lost their touring vehicle. Like there's bigger fish to fry. I'm just saying I hope I get to see them. I hope I because they were one of the reasons I, I was telling somebody Revocation and Crypta are why I bought the ticket. Not Morbid Angel. If Morbid Angel would be touring with any other bands, I would have been like, that's cool, Morbid Angel's touring. Hope they have a successful tour. Revocation and Crypta are why I bought the ticket. So I'm really just crossing my fingers that everything works out for for them and they're able to make it here. But, you know, they got a week and a half. Who knows? Who knows? Revocation, like I said, they they missed a show because their transmission broke down. I literally commented on their social media. If you don't, if you're worried you're not going to make the NYC tour, (laughs) like seriously reply to me and I will come get you. <laughs> by by the way um the, uh, speaking of you
0: said um <laughs> just cuz I think you'll find this funny um I had I had our our Instagram up just cuz I you know I posted a video and uh, so I was just watching it to see if any comments came up and I saw that Chris Jericho um posted that he was at Alcatraz he was in Alcatraz so I immediately posted did you listen to Hiroshima more and I don't know if anybody's going to comment or even get the joke but <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're listening, if you're at Alcatraz, you have to listen to Alcatraz. It
1: was newborn and 10 feet
0: tall. That song is so good. It is. Um, anyway. All right. It is time we get out of here. I've got a serious case of the munchies. You have to drink more and buy something. And all right. Look,
1: all I'm going to say is this. All right. Nail it, dude. It ain't no candy. <laughs> oh man, and he's not—he's not kidding. He's gonna,
0: yep, yeah, he's gonna keep drinking. Uh, anyway, um, I am—I am looking forward to hopefully a a, a chill weekend. Um, I've got uh, uh, the my 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 parting words will be that the I love reading, and I, I'm a big fan. Of there's a I, I read a lot. The worst thing happens when you read a book or a series. That is so unbelievably good that when it's over and you start trying to read other stuff, it's depressing because it just nothing else is that good. Um, I had that happen recently and I'm I, I'm I'm bouncing between a couple of different series trying to find something that's gonna grab me because I um yeah, it's the worst. If you're a big reader like I am, you read something as good as uh, the King Killer uh, Chronicle by Patrick Rothfuss, meaning like the first book is The Name of the Wind. And it, you read something like that, and finding anything else to read is just. Um, it's like seeing Iron Maiden in concert. I always say, See Iron Maiden in concert, you walk away going, Why does anybody else ever try? You know, I, you, you read The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss, and you walk away and go, Why does other fantasy exist? Because it's just better. Uh, but anyway, so that's kind of where I'm feeling. I got to find something to read and watch some TV. And otherwise, um, I hope everyone. Uh, enjoyed the episode and it was kind of weird and we bounced around a lot but again that's the point of the show right normal conversations and that's just the way it goes it's unscripted and all that sort of thing so i am ready to get out of here i think you are too so want to thank everybody for listening uh my name is Doug.
1: my name is rex i think
0: yeah probably <laughs> uh and we'll see you again next week on another episode of heavy metal hangover Congratulations for actually making it all the way through this episode of The Heavy Metal Hangover
1: with your beer-guzzling, head-banging host, Rex and Duff.